cans. Put your goddamn cans, cans on. Can. I think I can. Goddamn cans. When the politicians keep politicking, before you turn to excessive drinking, spend some time collectively politicking with the show where I don't know, man. Because the truth is, I don't know, man. I just. I don't know, man. Sean's looking around very confused by things. Hello, my little snowflakes. Politinkerts. Tanks. Welcome back to Politinkering. My name is Sean O'Brien. Who are you, Sean Fa? Sean Fa. Who are you, Joey? I'm Joey. Mm. And everybody's okay. So it's about Wednesday, I think. Today is Wednesday, right? It's Wednesday, about, uh, the show's August, about Wednesday. August yeah. 16th-ish. Wednesday Adams. Wednesday Adams. Mm. Fester. I've always mm. been more of a... Well, it depends on the way you talk about the movie or the show. Hmm. Well, I mean, you know... Uh, uh, what the hell? Who was the... Christopher uh, Lloyd. Yeah, there we go. He did, <laughs> he did a serviceable job. He I did mean, a great job. He, way better than expected. It was, he was the main... He was the, it was his story, by the way. Yeah, totally. Like it was his movie, essentially, yeah. if you think the about it. The second one was. I think the first one was sort of two, right? Because he came it, out like... You're it right, was actually. about him. Or yeah, it was around him, but it wasn't necessarily starring him. Well, but, no, but he was like a con man and didn't even realize that he actually yeah, was. Yeah. His mom was the one. That said, they were both about him. They, yeah, but I, he's still not. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, we always have this argument on South Park about screen oh, like time versus. Is. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about racism. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't really have a question for today. Um, so it's it, how racist it, are you? Once again, it's it's Wednesday, uh, August sixteenth. You're not Michael Barbaro. This will probably come. From the Daily, August sixteenth. Well, no, I'm oh. just saying it so that it's as a timestamp because this will come out at some point, and so that way everybody knows. It was good. Jesus it was good. Christ. It was a stupid joke. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you're like Rory Gallagher over there. What? <laughs> the uh, lesser watermelon smasher. Yeah, but oh. I don't get. Okay, that's true. Also, Roy Buchanan. Okay, sure. They both have very similar names. Anyway, so I don't know when this will come out. Hopefully a little bit earlier than usual, but we'll see what happens. Who knows? It's I do what I want. Exactly. Well, not only that, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> I like to bring it out Saturday, but it's hard. I'm going to be going, going to see the Solar Eclipse this weekend. Cool. I know. So we're not gonna, I'm not going to be around to record. Total so I think we get out of the way and we talk about racism for a little bit. Um, so over the weekend, um, just to bring you guys up to speed as far as the timestamp. <laughs> if you've been living in a bridge or in a <laughs> So uh, there or... was a uh, rally in... In Charles, Charleston, Charlestown, Char- Charlottesville, Charlottesville is what I said. There was a rally in Charlottesville um, protesting, protesting the um, the removal of a Robert E. Lee statue. Mm-hmm. Um, the protest itself was organized by a band of effectively white supremacists. Mm-hmm. Um, turned out to be mostly Nazis and KKK people. They've been called the alt right, but we can get into that. Are there are a lot of white supremacists that aren't. Nazis or KKK? Sure. Are there unaffiliated? There are white, like, just yeah. general nationalists who, yeah. like, just have a weird separatist. Well, yeah, that's just the alt-right then. Well, like, that's, like, they, you know, it's hard to say. They're, they aren't necessarily white supremacists or... So, anyway, we'll, we'll get into that. Different flavors. 
Different, exactly. Of shit. It's pie, just a dude. Neapolitan. It's like a sh- shit Neapolitan stew. The rainbow of hate. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's a melting pot. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's the, It was called Unite the Right. That was the name of this. Yes, exactly. Conference. Unite the Right. Um, yeah. So anyway, so it turned violent um, on on both sides because both sides both sides had had a perspective. And um, then someone got hit by a car. The car literally rammed into a group of people, and a woman died. And afterwards, Trump came on, and all his his wisdom gave some speech that was just very kind of you know condoning, uh, condemning both sides. You're talking about the Saturday, the very first Saturday speech. The many sides. Both he said sides. many sides on that. Exactly, one. there were many sides, many sides to this, many sides, many sides being violent, which is not untrue. But we'll get into why we'll get into it. And then uh, the next the next step from there was. Uh, his his staff and everybody sort of was was pleading for him to come and do a slightly better job, and he begrudgingly did so on Saturday, I believe it was. No, mo- Monday. Monday. Sorry, thank you. Uh, finally, uh, it all one. culminated yesterday when I. So, as a personal note, uh, Kelly and I were hanging out, and we Kelly. were going to watch uh, yeah. we were going to watch the most recent Game of Thrones, and I was like, let's just check in the news just for a minute. <laughs> this is like about it's about twelve thirty or so mm. when we were like, let's you just go for a minute shit. just to make sure we were you know nothing new has happened, and we turned it on during the very beginning of the press conference. And we just flabbergasted. We saw it live, and uh, that was fucking crazy. That was absolutely bananas. People have said that's his craziest moment of the presidency. That was fucking. I, I don't know if I necessarily agree. Bananas. But it was up I don't. There. As as the president. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I agree. I, it's it's really hard to say. It's hard to condense at this point. I mean, it was his. It's hard to say. I don't know. I, I mean, it's all fucking crazy. I mean, that's the thing. Like none well, of this is. What new. was the moment? The, of the press conference itself? Well, I mean, what was so crazy about it? It was it was as raw Trump. It was raw Trump from the campaign. You know what I mean? Like we hadn't heard him speak so so decisively about uh, this particular point of view. Um, He's also, his tone, I thought, was a little bit more aggressive than usual. Uh, I thought it was fascinating, also, that it was in the lobby of Trump Tower. Yeah, he was home. Yeah, it was like home field advantage. Like he was like, "Oh, I'm going to really press these little bitch press or something like that's what he thought." Like, Your I'm question really is fair. We no, no, I, I didn't it. see the speech. I don't. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, you should watch this for fun. I, I've been <laughs> I in you, an I editing wish, hole for the I last you'd three days. I really wish you'd seen. I don't. Okay, so this is good. Um, fuck, <laughs> man. I'm not really sure how to how to describe this. Um, so, so we said a lot of. It. He said like five or six different. Really crazy thing. It started, I, I'm sure I've heard clips. It started but. this way. It started with with essentially the reporters were asking him, you know, do you, do do you think what you said on on Saturday was the first day he said it? So you think what you said on Saturday was enough? But why did you come out and, you wait and change it? Hours why did you wait a little bit? Why did it take you so long? And his first response was, I I didn't wait long. I didn't wait long to answer it, and the speech I gave on Saturday was fine. What I said on Saturday was fine. I he, said, likes, he likes to wait for and all he the facts. Pulled, he had the fucking thing. He had the, like his speech in his pocket so he could reread mm. the first speech that everybody was like, this is not a good idea. You should not have done this. And he basically read exactly what was on there and omitted the ad lib of the many sides. Mm. And the reporter sort of checked him on that and said, you know, well, do, do you still see the many sides? And this? he said, yes, there are many sides. Mm-hmm. There are many sides of this. They were both violent. And they continued to press him. Saying that, well, do, you know, are you going to condemn, like, Nazis? <laughs> and and he's like, and the whole, he, he basically kind of kicking and screaming didn't. He just didn't. At no point did he ever say that 
what the, the that the he definitely I, I've definitely heard clips of him over the last couple of days of him absolutely in okay. in his last speech he went back to his original speech which was that no both sides were equally wrong he was he was still touting the whole point of like look the what about the alt left was mm. his whole big kind of like talking point of this what about the alt left which I believe is Sean Hannity's talking point of mm. recently and so he was kind of like like um, regurgitating Fox regurgitating news. well Sean Hannity specifically yeah well, um, yeah long, every talking point Sean Hannity is there all repeating talking point yeah I wouldn't go that far I mean I've been watching Fox News the last like couple days but <laughs> um anyway but but what was I mean, crazy about as it much as was... any of the news is talking points it's it's homogenized sure. on both sides and extremely polarized these correct days, yeah i mean so. on many sides of course uh, correct cnn yeah, was the same talking right point and and fox news was the same po- talking point it's it's it, you know of, of, of their own yeah. whatever the um, point, anyway no, the, hold on the, 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 you're not talking yeah, about the craziest part the craziest part was what he said there was very fine people use that word on mm. both sides so clearly people were pissed off and me as well um Basically saying that there's very fine people. He even kind of talked about the specific Friday night vigil torch one that you've seen pictures of, mm-hmm. you know, with the tiki torches and those dudes chanting blood and Peaceful, soil and, nice protest. And, yeah. you know, of course, you know, many, many nice, very fine people were the words he used. So the idea of that there's very fine people on those sides and he pointed, he's like, I saw the pictures as much as you did. I know who was there. Uh, really, you know, upset a lot of people and they were like, what the hell are you talking about? You're, you're giving, uh, you know, all the, all these rights, white supremacist groups, the, uh, the, the nod, the, the wink and the nod. The wink and the nod or the, yeah, whatever they need. And again, that's what they wanted. They want these little moments so they can latch onto them and say that they're doing his agenda. Yeah, the problem was the the initial hesitation in the very first place is what emboldens them. I mean, David Duke came out initially and and, and also Richard Spencer both were like, hey, thank you, Mr. Trump, for mm. telling, you know, for, for backing us up, basically. Yeah. And he didn't say, I'm not backing you up. He just let them believe that he was backing them up. And then on and then so that weight already was the problem. And then on Saturday when he condemned everyone, everyone already knew that he didn't care. It was begrudging. Yeah. And the you know the basically again the 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 fucking actual neo Nazis and KKK Klansmen are like cool. He's on our side whether he actually says so or not, regardless of whether he's doing this. And then he comes back again yesterday and full throatedly, full heartedly. You know, endorses it in effect in in so many words. It without, also negates, it. negates everything he said on Sunday. So, or or at least that we know that it was just teleprompter bullshit that he didn't really feel that way. That and once again, from his perspective, Sorry, I'm saying from his perspective, it's in, or from their perspective, it's emboldening them. I get his perspective, which is yes, there are there is a lot on both sides, and there was violence on both sides, which could, should be condemned. But one of the sides are like actual fucking Nazis, and I feel like. Nazis versus anti-Nazis is at least we could say that. The problem is that the left doesn't know about Antifa, and there's this whole thing that the right seems to claim that they know everything about Antifa and blah blah blah, blah and that and that recognizes them, and they recognize them as the entire left and the alt left. The truth is, actually, Antifa basically showed up late there to the game, I think, and and they didn't bring out nearly as many people. They don't have as many people as what this you know the unite the right kind of people had. The point is that there was a lot of counter protesters who were not violent at all and, right. and and those are the ones literally who happened to die the one of the girls and not the 19 other people or whatever you know what i'm saying so that, that that's the idea is that there were a lot of people on the left that were just kind of peaceful you know anti counter protesters whereas the right seemed to be only these you know flavors of nazi i mean that again that's the the at least at this in charlottesville at that moment i mean i'm not I'm not saying that all people on the right are not. That's clearly not what I'm going to say. But or all people, or all even all GOP are racist. I'm not even saying that. I'm saying that just at that specific Charlottesville 
conference or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I mean, the, the story that I was getting from the right more so was that um, this was originally a protest that was uh, completely independent. It was outside of any of this stuff. And then the, the Nazis kind of came in and sort of uh, uh, took it over. But that, you're, No, you're right. But I think that's just the issue with the alt-right. The alt-right is pretty much made up of, of these 1488ers, what they call well, that's, them. I mean, and that, then, that was a good point that actually Trump brought up. He's a douchebag about it, but uh, Ben Shapiro uh, um, was kind of going off on it too, that the idea that we really have to, first off, define what alt-right means. And the problem is that alt-right has kind of become, well, it started as a movement that was, um, the, it started as a non-racist movement. And the, well, but, I disagree. Well, there, no, no, no. The, be, this was before labels necessarily got applied and before labels were Who do you were really, think started it? Uh, well, I mean, it basically starts from the Tea Party. The it's, no, Sp- Spencer and, yes, and Jared Taylor. These, right, and that, that's when the alt-right got applied to the, the, the racist wing of it. No, but, no, that's not true. That, because they, they actually were the founders. The, it started on this white nationalist ethno-state type of stuff. And then what happened is it became popularized through Milo and through Breitbart of Bannon because they used basically Gamergate and these other type of situations to kind of make it mimetic, if you will, you know, is to make it. It cool to, to be a troll and to equate basically trolling the left with now the alt-right. So even though there's a lot of people who think they're alt-right, such as Milo, uh, in truth, the real alt-right doesn't really like Milo. They're the, well, what that, they call the 1488ers, which are literally the Nazi-esque. Right, right. Them. And that, that's the thing. But the, the, you know, the media and the common perception has been that just everyone that is not you know, mainstream Republican but still conservative or you know, into the, the meme war stuff is essentially alt-right, which is then denoted as racist, which is a complete separation. And they are trying to uh, separate themselves even more so these days. Uh, they're... What? Okay, okay. I, I don't see that. Maybe you. Maybe you, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. That's a, that is a talking point that I hear a lot from like Alex Jones and and um, and Ben Shapiro with with the, that exact point that um, that the the media themselves are framing it in such a way that anybody exactly what you said. I don't want to repeat exactly what you said, but you're right. Um, I I don't know how I feel about that. I I don't think that that's untrue. I think there are many people on the left that are that are painting with way too broad of a brush and are just sort of categorizing anybody who voted for Trump or anybody who is still well, fucking Hillary started it. Everyone that was voting for Trump was a deplorable racist. Correct. She she fucking said it. Well, no, she she said that half of half of that group. Uh, can be put in the basket of deplorable. She didn't. She didn't put all of the. All uh, of not voters. in her original statement, but it definitely evolved. I think she was literally saying half of them were half of Trump voters were actually in the basket yeah, of deplorables I, that you'll never be able to get. In in her original statement, pretty but that, true. Then that basket of, of deplorables grew over time to become all Trump voters. Well, yeah, people people continued to. She repeat kept, that line. I mean, in, no, she only repeated it. Well, she repeated it a couple of times. It yeah. became it became famous the one last time she said it in a grandma joke. Like yeah. she workshopped it during. Um, I think it was what they what are they called? Um, uh, campaign finance, whatever the fuck. When raising money, fundraisers. Oh yeah. She she workshopped it during fundraisers. Oh, those are like stand-up and then it came out that just do the one, same thing over and over. Well, right, exactly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. And then she workshopped it during that and yeah. came out one time and said it. And then everybody continued to repeat. It's like, well, you know, how much of Trump voters are the basket of deplorables? And all the Trump voters heard, like, you know, oh, I am a basket mm-hmm. of deplorable, and that's not what she. But more importantly than any of that, it's not. If, you know what though? I so okay. 
whatever your reasons for voting for Trump, I, I, I understand. But and I saw that fucking meme that Wheeler was going around at the end. Right? What was that? We, 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 Eric Wheeler, one of the the, the co-host of Text Before Calling. Um, <laughs> you say that with such disdain. Did I? Oh, I was just being specific. I'm sorry. No, not at all. The I best goddamn show on this network. Yeah, um, it is number one. Anyway, so he 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 heart. put out this thing. I, I don't. I'm not going to get it right exactly, but the 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 sentiment of it is that um, historians have a word for what they called um, people in Germany who voted for Hitler because they wanted uh, yeah. change, because they, they because of economic pro- because of economic hardships, uh, because they just you know wanted to sort of say fuck you to the system, et cetera, all the way down the line. Um, and and what historians call those people are are Nazis. If you supported. Hitler, at a certain point, and you voted for him, you've emboldened him, you've empowered him, you are, by definition, from histo- from history's perspective, a Nazi. Um, now, I don't know what we're going to call, you know, the, those who those who sort of, um, it, not encouraged, what's, what's uh, those Enabler. who are complicit or enabled sort of Trump, Trumpism, um, uh, you know, down the line. And many people are still denouncing him, and I don't, and he, you know, nothing... Horrible has happened yet. He tried to do a Muslim ban. He got checked. He, he he's he's trying to build a wall. We'll see what happens there. Um, he has emboldened the right and has refused to. Or I'm sorry, he has emboldened neo Nazis and KKK and the, the 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 actual racists of this country so much so that they're willing to go out and do this. Um, and so I don't know what it means in the end if you don't denounce him now. Um, and I think that that's probably the important thing. It, you, it means they're cowards. Sure, maybe. Well, maybe. I mean, it, it. But also, it's it's hard to it's hard to say that you were wrong. You know what I mean? And it's hard to say. And and or at the very least, you. It's hard to. You know, they weren't going to vote for Hitler, Hillary. So what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to fucking do? That was Freudian. You know what I mean? I know Hillary. I know yeah. people used to. Say, people would. The irony is, people would say that all the time. Yeah. And now it's like there are actual Nazis who are saying, or you know, David Dukes very specifically. I mean, it's, again, it's KKK, yeah. but um, he's like, we are fulfilling Donald Trump's agenda. He says that now. I, I don't know what it means. I mean, I mean Trump has disavowed that though. No, and I mean, no, he fucking didn't. He, he's disavowed David Duke. Certainly, no, he didn't though. Like, if he not, did, he not did. recently, kicking but and screaming. No, and, and so during the campaign. Okay, so let's. He had three chances. Jake Tapper asked him, watch the clip. He didn't do it. And he may have done it later, kicking and screaming, but he did it. He was, it was live on TV. Watch the YouTube clip. If you have, if Jake I, Tapper and Donald Trump, watch it, please. Yeah. It's from last year. It's really fucking crazy. In 2000, he disavowed him and then kind of pretended who he did. Or just, who the fuck knows? Maybe he's just a 70-year-old, dotty old racist in a bathroom. Yeah, yeah, but that, that's but really he's possible. like, he's like, I don't know what you're even talking about with KKK and this David Duke. He likes me, <laughs> he whatever. No What's idea the, the problem? KKK is. What's okay. the problem? I, I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, he, he means, I don't know what you're talking about as far as, like, why are, why are you talking about with that with respect to me? And and it, it, the problem is that any hesitate, his fucking narcissism and his ego is causing him to just fight back at the media at every turn. And we're saying mm-hmm. something very simple, like, hey, can you maybe... Please just say that Nazis are bad. Like, say that Nazis in the KKK are probably not good and you don't want them. And he's like, well, fuck you. Like, I don't feel like fucking saying anything because you're asking me to. So what about the alt-left? Why don't we talk about that? Why don't, why don't we talk about what you mean by the alt-right? And and the, basically the reporters in the rest of the country are like, dude, I'm just asking you, like, do you think Nazis are okay? That's kind that's, of it. That's certainly not the tone that they took. I mean, if you, I, I did hear the, the uh, um, you know, the press con- or bits of it. I, I thought it was one of the first ones. I mean, you're right. 
right, it was more antagonistic. But I think they did yeah, give I mean, him the a lot. Yeah, the press is completely condescending. I mean, it, it, yeah, it, but they're giving the idea is what, obviously they're giving know. them chances. Like they're they're lobbing up these questions. They're not hard questions, you know. Hey, you mind condemning Nazis? Blah blah blah. Like these are he, these are softballs. He could hit them out of the park if he really wanted to. They're very yeah. easy. He just simply says, "I condemn all forms of white supremacy and Nazism." Case closed, yeah, right? It's, it's he could easily do that. And that hesitation is dangerous. I hate to use that word, but it is. And that's Because it emboldens these people. And we've right. seen the uptick. We've seen the increase. There's stats on this stuff. I can even tell you personally, obviously. In my entire life, I've experienced maybe like two, three, four, five times of anti-Semitism. In the past year, I've gotten maybe over 50 to 100. Just on Twitter and in real life, you probably have been a couple of them with Sean, actually. <laughs> Not, I don't mean Sean Yeah, did but in it. fairness, you were probably but, like more sensitive Anta- antagonistic to well not sensitive antagonistic to everything with I, I, I get so definitely knows where I'm with you there, there that on Twitter I'm more antagonistic yeah. so I'm going to get more nowadays, nowadays that are out. no so you're we'll totally see. right there we'll see who knows either way but I'm just my point is not just me is my point is you look at everything you look at all the stats of increased you know hate groups and domestic hate groups and blah 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 all this stuff white supremacists are double what Muslim terrorists are people don't talk about that shit anymore but yeah, I mean, we just—the sad part is really where the rubber meets the road, and I want to mention this because Catherine Gorka, who's you know Sebastian Gorka's wife, who works at the White House, basically just cut a lot of funding for domestic, fighting domestic terrorism of white supremacy, basically saying that this is not a priority, so let's focus on other things. Yeah, so so that's, that's actually things. a legitimate thing that bothers me because now we have policy changes that are reflecting of yeah. these— mm-hmm. Re- this rhetoric. Well, of course, the Alex Jones uh, uh, take on that essentially is that it, you know the entire thing is is a uh, false flag uh, perpetrator. Uh, well, uh, perpetrate you know a a funding from the Democrats to you know foster this sort of uh, uh, not necessarily their fear to you know force them to act, you know actually keep spending the money on that stuff. So, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Okay, fuck it. Um, let's let me get into it a little bit more. Unless you had something on that. Okay, the, the I want to go back to what the mayor of of Charlottesville said um, right afterwards, and everybody sort of kept continuing this repeated thing, and and I and I have something regarding it. The his basic point was, uh, you know, to to all the the white nationalists, white supremacists, Nazis, KKK. Um, they're not Virginians. They're not Americans. Uh, go home. You don't belong to be here. You don't even belong to be in this country, or you don't deserve to be in this country, etc. Get out. Get out of this country. And now this is the first step I actually do really have a problem with because— Oh, I see where you're going. Yeah, I like this right Here's the fucking problem with that kind of shit. First of all, they are home. They, they are, are they're, from Virginia. Yeah, this Americans. is our problem. They are Americans. Yep. This is our national fucking problem. This started when 20 fucking slaves came over on ships against their will. That's sort of the story of America. And any kind of washing of that is a big fucking problem. That's part of our history. So don't give me this go home, you don't belong here, you're <laughs> not American. You fu- They fucking are American. And so... And more importantly, if we kind of hide behind this whole free speech part, you know, oh, you're allowed to say whatever you're said, but hey, speech is not protected, whatever, all the bullshit that I've heard throughout this whole time, you, you have to accept the fact that they are home and now take the next step to say, okay, if we're going to accept the fact that free speech is one of, is again, our First Amendment is probably our most cherished right that we all agree on, um, but, but we're not, but all we want to do in combating this type of speech is to say, get out. 
I'm sorry, that's not enough. So we need to start there. That's the real question. What, so really, okay, fine. Well, Why? Well, Go just ahead. to play devil's advocate for a second, sure. I do understand the idea of basically saying your opinion is Nazism in many ways, and just to boil that, that idea down, and to say we don't want to even have that argument, where we don't want to dignify that with a response. So that response is more get the fuck out, shut the fuck up, instead of I don't even want to have that debate with you about fucking and that's what, and, and, Nazism and, but that, but that's and that's national what I mean. socialism. That's, that, that is the argument. That's not even devil's advocate. That is the argument, and that's what I'm saying. No. We have you have to have that argument. Why is racism bad? Yeah. Why is you know white supremacy probably not a good idea for our society? What, what, how is it beneficial to uh, to denounce it in any it's way, just, shape, or form? I, oh, I'm and, with you. I just feel like it's so pathetic that we have to have these conversations. You know what, though, man, we do. Like, and and I totally agree with you. But people are people fucking take the easy it's way better out. Better than say, fucking mob riots out. in the street. Yeah, people just say get out, and and you know, okay, so they're up there standing, and what are you going to say to them? So what yeah. is the argument against it? If you're so fucking smart, and instead of just saying get out, yep. what is the argument against white nationalism? Okay, so their their basic argument would be. Um, Europeans and uh, so I don't want to strawman it too much. Uh, this is sort of Richard Spencer's alt-right and mostly separatist argument. Um, I don't. He, to use I don't his words, really he calls that. he calls it identitarian. Too. You might be able to. So yeah, go ahead. What is what is that argument? They want a white ethno state. They okay. want they want a place for their own fucking white people. Right. Uh, they also like the idea of identity politics. Yes, they don't mind identity politics, but they want. They want their own identity. They want, branch. Their, they want their white identity policy. Now, what's what's the what's the basis for this? Why do they? Why does he? Why they, do they think they're that? losing their country. They think laws such as you know, again, I'm obviously devil's advocate, affirmative action, and such like that are make basically making it unfair for white people. Whereas they they feel like the government is prioritizing peoples of color and minorities. I've also heard a lot of it come down to um, Europeans were the ones who sort of settled this country, regardless of how they did it. Yeah. And slavery was bad and ought to be denounced. Um, but nevertheless, it was white Europeans that did it. And thus, uh, it, it, is, it is impossible to um, assimilate, essentially. Anybody who's not a white European will never assimilate into this country. Right. And that's this Western civilization argument they love to kind of hide behind, basically right. saying that. They're just defenders of of the West when, in fact, they think that the West means white people. Right now, people are pe people in this. But again, now, I, I, unfairly, unfortunately, some people believe the Earth is flat or convinced by it. But okay, what's the fucking argument against this now? What? Why is it not again Earth flat? But in uh, this white separatist argument, what's the argument against it? Why is it such a bad idea to? Oh well, more importantly, hang on. I'm sorry. Take a step back. Where do, where do all the people of color go? Oh, you mean in Richard Spencer's ideal yeah, country? Yeah, in his ideal world, what happens? Do we just do we separate off the uh, cities and just Liberia? like quote let the animals kill themselves unquote or like actually what? that's probably close. I would say I don't think he's he may he's for ethnic cleansing I suppose or like deporting immigrants or minorities. But Are I don't they know. really openly for genocide? I thought they were no, more no, just he's separatists. Uh, yeah, well that's ethnic ethnic cleansing can can be considered genocide, right? We're talking about moving certain populations. Is there another other type country. of? Yeah, I mean that, Which, to me is, those are the same thing. Besides is there any killing. other reason that... Besides killing. I'm talking about deportations rather than killing. But I think he's both... advocating violence. And the problem with the deportation is, you know, they, they can't go anywhere. You know what I mean? Well, you, of you course can't this send... is all unrealistic and insane and impossible, but... But no, but... It's but, also immoral and, and evil. No, no, but... but... But it seems to. But these are rational people who are standing out there, you know, with fucking putting up the Nazi salute. So they must have some perspective Spencer, as far Spencer, as yeah. Spencer is rational. But the rest, of them, there's a lot of them that are irrational. They I, might not be able to phrase it correctly. But so sure, what would where would Richard Spencer say the black people should go? 
the Chinese should go, that the Muslims should go? What, 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 where, where does he think they belong? They can well, go straight to hell. Well, Chinese should go to China, Indians should go to India. He would say, go to your own ethno state. Okay, and so everyone, the everyone in their place. There. So then it should go to Africa because it's, pre- pre- so it's predominantly everyone black. Everyone gets a continent? Yeah, but I don't think he's basically saying black people should go back to Africa. I think he's saying go back to the cities and you know stay in New York and DC. Okay, so that's kind of what I. Okay, that's that's more or less what I thought his argument would have been. Like, just go in the cities and you guys can fucking off each other or whatever. Yeah, plus um, Africa's got a lot of resources. We'll need those. And Africans are very racist against uh, Af- like African Americans. If you guys didn't know that. Nope. Oh, you didn't know that? No. Yeah, Africans are crazy racist against black people in America. Why is that? Uh, I don't know. I think it's. I, I don't know. I don't know. But Ooh, the, it, it is others. So all yeah, no man. It's, yeah, it's cool. uh, others. You're right. That's true. Um, so okay. So fine. Here we go. Well, no, I mean, what's God? No, 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 I mean to me that's just the the core issue right now is just that that otherness and that. So there there have been these studies that have come out. Or, or, I don't know how recently they came out, but I've been seeing them recently. Just about the idea of how um, uh, a challenge to your political thoughts affects your brains, and it is basically the same as a uh, an actual attack as far as the the uh, brain chemistry is yeah. concerned. Yeah. So it, when someone it's is genuinely painful, it's like. It, it's well, it's, it's fight or flight. Fight or flight it's, yeah. it's primitive. So that, you know, to me, that is really indicative of what we're seeing, especially in Charlottesville, which is just, you know, it, we no one can even say where the violence actually started. Right. And, you know, it, and that's just because it's just this, this cauldron that is bubbling when these two factions get together. And when one faction sees that or says that it's going to hold a rally, then the other naturally goes. And then the things just, you know, sort of, Fument or ferment? Ferment. Ferment. Thank you. Ferment, like a beer. But, you know, and, and that obviously had to come to a bubble. And the question is whether or not this is going to get worse. The bigger question, though, is how are we going to handle this as a society? So... In as far as the the right wing media I've been consuming over the the past few days, uh, there there was essentially a police stand down. There was nothing done on the side of law enforcement. They didn't call out most of the extra police that they could have. Correct. They didn't call out the national guard. And if you watch the Vice thing, it's actually pretty funny. Like uh, they roll up halfway through, they're like, "Hey, what's up, guys?" And then they're like, "Did you watch the Vice?" No, no. I just strongly did. Strongly recommended. Right on. Strongly recommended. It is. Fucking harrowing. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's only twenty minutes, so you guys can yeah pop over. P- pause the podcast, but come back. And still, as far as I know, no one said why the helicopter went down. And some people are kind of like playing that off as like part of the thing, but no one's really. Knows. I don't think anyone knows. Well, that's the thing. No one knows, but yeah. they're you know they're people are just kind of you know throwing that in and making assumptions that that had something to do. No, with, oh, on the right. No, no, no. Yeah. I think, oh, I don't know about that. Oh, okay, maybe so. Right I thought the assumption yeah. was just that the fact that they were even in the air. Was because of this whole riot. Yeah, I mean, well, you sure, know, this right. is LA. There's well, fucking helicopters that, constantly. So yeah. like I know that. that's all the point they were making. I don't think anyone was saying like, you know, whatever. Well, before we get too uh, off track, I mean, though, I, I, well, I've, I've, you know, just kind of in the these sort of hyperbolic rants that people have done. You know, they get off on the and three people died. Two were police officers and helicopters. Right. You know, they 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 play right. it off as it is a direct result of that riot. And to me, that just foments more of this sort of otherness and this sort of you know, this bipolar manic state that we are in as a country. And I think that if we don't step back and actually take a look and understand 
understand what's going on. We are just going to be two mobs that are going to be constantly. You, it's it's going to be race war. I mean, well, well, let's all right, cool. Well, let's get back to it. Now. Let's take a step back because I think you're right. Gotcha. I think you're right. So we gave the we gave the pro position as far as white supremacy somehow. We but did. Yeah, I did. Oh. I outlined a pretty rational, reasonable basis for it. Right. Um, what, so what's the argument against it? Why is it? <laughs> What's, what's the, wrong with it? What's, what's wrong, wrong with the separatism? With what's wrong with what's wrong with racism? What's wrong with what's wrong with that? Um, well, so in the the sort of softer edge, you know, they the uh, if we're going to consider the right si- the right wing side of that well, protest, can rally, we do the hard first, and then we'll go to that? Well, what I'm saying is, if we're going to consider that a spectrum of like the the Nazis to like the people that were, you know, just kind of sure, there to there. support, yeah, or the complicit at the very least when people are saying, you know, Jews will not replace us or whatever. Yeah, um, you know, the 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 sort of softer argument is essentially the the you know the extrapolation of the identity politics. So just the idea that you know each one each of the individual identity groups on the left have kind of coalesced and become a movement that in itself is actually a majority against the, you know, the whites. So the idea that, you know, the, uh, the white people are the only ones that are not allowed to use their identity as a, a calling card or a, uh, a gathering point. You know, you can have a black lives rally, but you could never have a white lives rally without that sort of. Okay. Okay, so you now know, we have two arguments from the right. Yeah. What no, are the arguments from? Sorry. What are the What are the arguments against that? First of all, let's go to the hard one. What's wrong with racism? Why is racism Why is racism so bad? It's mean. <laughs> it's unfair to the person who's being judged by their race. Oh, why Why is it unfair? It's just because it, you didn't choose your race. You're born with it. Okay. Well, Plus I mean, it's, oh, go ahead. No, no, I mean, just of, of all the factors of humanity, that is the the least differential between two human beings. I mean, you know, the, of if you're going to use things to qualify people, I would qualify the hat you're wearing way more than the fucking color of your skin to tell me like who you are as a person. Why is that? Just because it's a choice, you mean? So yeah. Anything that's not a choice, you can't judge a person on. Not that you can't necessarily judge. I mean, we do make ju- you know part of the the human brain and part of science is just classification and trying to put things into groups that you can understand as a whole and then kind of drill down into the micro level from that macro perspective but you know the the if you really look at that that is like i said just one of the the least um uh uh effectual ways of determining uh who or what somebody is Right, but I, so what's wrong with that then? I don't understand it. Yeah, you just said it was wrong a, with you it. You said it was a bad way to profile. You didn't say anything was wrong with it necessarily. That's what he said. Okay. Well, we were looking for like the moral point. argument of why racism is. I mean, you're never going to get a moral argument from me for anything. It's <laughs> well, then there you go. I mean, then what's the problem? And with then it? that's what's very Trumpian of you, honestly, because that's kind of what he says. Is is basically I don't have a moral compass. How I don't have. To, I don't want to put the Nazis on a moral plane, which is literally what he said yesterday. So, and that might be... Oh, I mean, you know, moralistically just hurting another person. I mean, just the idea of, you know... Yeah, hurting anyone, though. It's just speech. Uh, not, you're actually not even speaking anything. It's just a belief in your head. You can you can never act on it and never say anything, and yet hold the idea that that uh, a black person is... Mm-hmm. is a, well, so what is the basically the racist argument? That black people are subhuman or that black people are not on an equal plane? They're still human, but 
But well, either way, are... someone's on top, someone's on bottom. If you believe that, okay. So that there, so more or less, the 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 ra- the argument for racism essentially is that there are tiers of humanity, and mm-hmm. some are racism. I, I guess some people, or, they would say um, more evolved. They would usually probably say, but like white people are, are, are at the very least even societally, maybe you know you can still understand evolution as a as a tree and and rather than a ladder, and still say that uh, white Europeans have a better tech, technological understanding of the world than African Americans for or, or just black people in general um that that could be the argument there so what's wrong with that argument talk to me about that break that down for me anybody <laughs> anybody got anything i think it's, it's very obvious uh if it's so obvious what do you got well one that statistically it doesn't seem like it's correct at all just mathematically and scientifically and all that what do you mean what how explain that to me the idea that one race is better than another one doesn't seem logical why one i don't know if race is a always a complete biological construct that there's a percentage there uh, i don't know if you know that like I, I'm, I'm curious if you know the number i don't know we're like you know what i'm saying it's not a race is a societal sh- construct. yeah yes. the percentage of how much the, it is biological the, the how much is not skin, essentially there's is some not. number that people know i don't know what it is i'm yeah. saying well, i'm not sure what number you're looking for but basically yes well race, barack obama was half black and half white but he's black as far as everyone's concerned well more importantly like that, race in general is a completely societal construct totally. so even if even right. if the pigment of your skin does not change how human you are period of course but it, you know, we we sort of classify it in such a way, just basically on visuals. But but there, you are literally, scientifically speaking, no less human if you talk to scientists. Mm. So that argument right there, in and of itself, if you're asking from a scientific perspective, right. is exactly moot. There, you the, clarified you, you, my point. Every much human being is exactly as human being as another human being. Now yeah. that doesn't answer economic status is a way better determinant. Right. So as to how good you are at society, you mean? Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, then again, how that, good of a person are you? How good well, are you at living? But, that, but then now we get into Classist. in what society? Because <laughs> now we get into in what society are you speaking? Because you could mm-hmm. just be born into kingship and you, you're the yeah. richest person there is. It doesn't mean you're any better. A human. The untouchable. It, it just means you were okay. Just means you were lucky enough to be born into it. You're like the uh, you're us. like the televangelist. So, so okay. So now <laughs> the more money made, you have, the more God. We've made the argument that you. all humans are human, regardless of what human you are. <laughs> Does that make now, the white supremacist more human than human? More white supremacist. No, more, sorry, is, did, is that you what you mean? <laughs> Don't get me started on Nietzsche. It's Ubermensch. That's what he said. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> okay, so cool. So the next argument, German. the next argument is that societally speaking, regardless of an evolutionary plane, all humans are human, no matter what, and it would be wrong to discriminate just simply because they are a human. What about societally speaking? Now, the argument is that white Europeans managed to have a much faster technological understanding of. Uh, the, the the natural resources and and excelled much faster than say Native Americans, which is why says it was who? perfectly fine for us. Says who? Um, s- well, it basically says as far as Who's agriculture. It? We'll start with agriculture. Who says evolution? Who says it? Who says that white? European history, history. So okay, so history that you Ag- were taught. Agriculture. Wait. Well, when we showed up, we had guns. They didn't. That was pretty much the. So gunpowder was invented in China. You know that, right? Yeah, but so they just used it to it. light off fireworks. They didn't put it in a tube and That's use it to true. project things. They absolutely did. <laughs> oh, they made cannons and stuff, but they were we That's were a gun. Okay. So okay. China, China had a better it's, civilization. Yeah, we we still had better tech than the people that we One, I enveloped. Was... What? Okay, here, let me ask you guys this: Why? Genocide. Why is okay? Is it po- oh, you know no, whatever? Um, Egypt has a civilization long before all of this. They were not white Europeans. Was that civilization less than the European? Civilization. Less than? Less than. 
Rome. It's a strange well, I mean, way would Roman Greece be European or like what? Where do we go back here? Mediterranean. What, it's whatever you claim. I mean, okay. people, we America claims Mesopotamia was Greece the very beginning and, of. Yeah, recorded okay. history. I mean, what we don't know. Yeah, you're talking about like yeah, the Code of Hammurabi and Sumerian and the Fertile Crescent and stuff like that. Sure. But that's, again, recorded history. It's just what right. we've written down. Okay. Um, yeah, isn't Egypt still like considered Western history? West does claim it. Yes, that's think true. think so, yeah. It's and, not, it's not, it's not but, Chinese or Japanese. Exactly, yeah. So, yes, it would be Western. Yeah, but, but, but it would be the, Middle Eastern. Technically, of course, yeah, or yeah. really African, honestly. But yeah, the, the, yeah, just, exactly. You're right. The point is, we just who claims what? Whoever yeah. claims what? History okay. is and, written by the winners. And unfortunately, or fortunately, whatever you want to, either way, the the white Europeans have colonialized the world in colonized. the past. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I no, I think it's better. I like this pun. And that's right. It's Joyce. Yeah. I'm down with it. <laughs> Jesus, it was more of a mistake, but I'll take it. I'm down with it. Yeah. If anything, we could say that that white Europeans are more genocidal by nature than. And I think if you want to talk about white supremacy, mm, we could actually argue that. They're more successfully genocidal. <laughs> and I don't know okay. if that's really true. Genocide is definitely equal opportunity. Yeah, that's right. Sure, there were plenty of slaves in Egypt, but okay. Um, I mean, just... Slaves literally everywhere. Yeah, right? almost every culture has been enslaved by someone at some point. Okay, like, well, let's go to that then. Why is slavery wrong? Um, I mean, you know, if we're all human, then that is taking the rights away from another human. So it is... I mean, again, this I'm always the one to go down the slippery slope and like how how different is that from, you know, farming? But it is a... I don't understand that. What do you mean? What's that? I mean, own, you know... Uh, Owning it, another human being is if, property. Yeah, if you're going to go that PETA route of, you know, animals are just as uh, human as humans. Sure, then, then we shouldn't you know, be allowed to own animals either. Exactly, okay. yeah. So and, that, if, I mean, and if one group... So the argument there is that if one group of people is more powerful than another group of people, then the the latter group of people is no better than cattle, essentially. That That's the way that they're looked at. And okay. I think the, the way that people are able to sleep at night when they fucking do that shit... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's well, okay, so what's child. the argument against it then? Um, it is uh, anti-progress. <laughs> it is, Why is, uh, what, what do you mean anti-progress? How so? Um, it, in, well, I still don't see what's morally wrong with it, though. Like, argue, argue for me why it's morally wrong to own another human being as property. <laughs> can we really... Inalienable rights. I mean, come on, dude. Like, this you is don't have inalienable rights. How can you define inalienable gave me, rights? Or the, uh, they didn't the, give you shit the, before uh, you were a slave. A person did. is a person, and a yeah. land is land. I mean, why, mm-hmm. why is it not okay to own another human being as property? What's wrong with it? Well, one... And unfortunately, no, we can't move on. I would love to. I would fucking love to, but people just want to have... People... People... Don't make these arguments. They don't uh, think about right. it. They think it's they think it's like, oh, okay, it's fuck. A given. Sorry, you know what? It's Whatever. Just... I'm not even gonna go on for a rant. Yeah. Go ahead, please. I was just gonna say, uh, I forget what we were talking about. We were talking <laughs> it's, about it's so, just not good to own It's person. evil, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean we were talking about the immorality of slavery. Yeah, we were all equal. I think you can argue the Declaration of Independence did say that that all men are created equal and you can't. It, it cite didn't mean that. it though. It didn't That's a different it. argument. You could say maybe. not only did it not mean it, but it it specifically outlined how less than a slave was and what a man was or not the declaration <laughs> of independence but you know the constitution yeah. that followed thereafter yeah um so we don't hold these truths to be self-evident so i think we we do now we do but we, were and we greedy. also enslaved Maybe. women effectively so well we enslaved everyone it's just that's just the world the world is enslaved women the world is enslaved okay so everyone. what's wrong with it well what's we well, all all men really are equal. That's the that's really the truth. All all human beings are equal. Yeah, 
Okay. So And they deserve the same equal rights as everyone. Well, what if there's one group that's more powerful and then they enslave them? I mean, I, what, what's, yeah. what's the I problem mean, with that? Why is it not okay to own another human being as property? That's that's the key there. You, that human being has rights, and you're like you said, you're taking away their rights. Yeah, uh, we, we still don't agree on what morality is. So for me to dif- define what that morality is implicit in is an impossibility. So what yes is it no. that you're driving at? I, I, I'm honestly not driving at anything. I'm saying that there is a that everybody just takes for granted the fact that it's not okay to own another human being's property. Right. And I'm asking why. Yeah, and I'm asking you. Do you have a a uh, okay. A moral justification. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Participate in this conversation. Well, yeah, it might I, be nice. I am. I am participating. I'm asking you For guys. I'm asking you guys the hard questions, and you're like, oh, I don't fucking know. Yeah, okay. I don't know, man. Fuck. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Why is it not okay to own another human being's property? Okay. Um. Well. For starters, <laughs> see how fun it is. Oh, it's yeah. so much easier. No shit. It's so much easier the other way. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Well, in it, when we define inalienable rights, what we actually mean, kind of from a a, a libertarian perspective, is space that space aliens. What? Yeah, I don't know what that yeah, means. Right. Oh, oh, I got it. I got it. Sorry. Um. Oh, sorry, Yuri. Um. When we talk about morality, we talk about moral justification, right? So if there is no difference between you and I, and I have just a right to live as you have a right to live. We, we, we've we defined in the end, as you said, Joey, that all humans are sort of the same, right? All, every human being is equal. effectively scientifically equal. For, uh, regardless, it's all a web. It's all the same. And we can go into the whole PETA argument, as you said, Sean, sure. And, and maybe it actually would be morally unjustified to tr- – to, um, maintain cattle or to have a dog um pets pets could be argued are slaves then all of a sudden um but there's sort of a weird implicit contract into a person's pet and you right like uh the 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 dog is hanging out with you because you're giving it food it could theoretically leave anytime it wants the biggest problem is now once you take away someone's freedom we have to agree that every living creature on this planet has no moral authority over another living creature necessarily speaking um if one we person have to agree to that yes we would if one person has the power to take the other person the other creature's life in order for sustenance then we can find out the moral justification there right if somebody wants to be a cannibal because they can't survive one winter and happens to kill that other person and eats them well were they morally justified or not i don't know it's hard to say um many would argue yes some would argue no but now we, 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 we start with that proposition that nobody has a moral authority over another human being, over, regardless of, um, of basically all things being equal. Nobody has a moral authority over another human being. Or a, yeah, a, moral authority is not the right word there, but I have to figure it out. Yeah. I know what you mean. Anyway, but that's, as that's a the society, point. we do. It, it might be more. There might be a morally justified moment where it happens, where you know the good outweighs the bad, and and we can kind of work. We can work out the calculus where that happens. Um, <laughs> where slavery is beneficial. Uh, potentially like, correct. Potentially I mean, correct. I th- well, the argument is essentially America. I mean, yeah, absolutely the, right. The, and it's also because America was able to thrive and yeah. flourish. Was that good? And 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 if it was Which built on the backs, possible. Right. If it, if it was built on the backs of, yeah. of 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 you know a hundred thousand, a million, or or ten thousand um, human beings, if we if we killed them to have the society that we have now. Um, how is it not morally justified? Yeah. Uh, and, and it's hard to say. I don't know, man. If it, we it's... are the world police that has brought justice to and democracy to many of foreign land that has been right. more oppressed. Right. Now, yeah. my, my, my argument would be because you had no moral authority going into it. 
going into that. The action that you took at the onset had was was immoral. So we, now we go back to our Hitler. Yeah, it's go, the Machiavellian. Shit. We go back yeah, to our yeah. killing Hitler. It's not Machiavellian. We go back to our killing. Well, maybe explain that first. What do you What do you mean? Well, I mean just the the end justifies the means. So whatever you did doesn't matter because we ended up in a good place. Oh right, and that which would be wrong. Which yeah. would okay, cool. Yeah, it, it goes back to our. Is that, it, am I using Machiavellian or isn't that yeah, a little bit? There's a, okay. there's a it's no, there, you need a you need yeah. a central figure. You need an individual making that decision rather than just a Machiavellian. It's not the answer. Oh really? Is it has to be uh, authoritarian like that. No, for, to be for it to be Machiavellian, you know, I don't read. Of. I know what I know from movies. <laughs> so it's not untrue. He just he used that justification. Ma- Machiavelli as the kind of thought experiment. Actually, I think I know what that. I know from DMX, but continue. in the Prince. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, I was saying that on the onset, it was wrong to do so. If, if, mm-hmm. if I murder you right now, but then yeah. on the onset, a, like a cop who's coming, like a butterfly effect, the yeah, cop yeah. comes over here and actually, you know, whatever you, yeah. we can, we can all take all the amazing things that happen, yeah. um, off of that. The cop happens to be walking right. it, by. It, it, and it still I, doesn't mean you're morally justified in the, on the onset. And the, and the argument there is that the enslavement of human beings mm-hmm. was wrong simply for the fact that you had no, um, moral power or what's the fucking word I'm trying to say there, man. I, I, I can't really figure this out, figure mm. out this actual phrasing that I'm trying to say. You like um, a pedestal or something. It's really no moral justification for it. Uh, there, there's, but the authority to, uh, enact that justification. Essentially. Right? Yeah. You have no authority over another human being yeah, on the onset of when you just meet somebody else. If you yeah. just meet another human being, you have, there, Do- there is dominance? no, yeah, D- dominion? dominance. Sure, uh, there's no okay, dominion. Yeah, dominion. Yeah. Dominion. I'll take that. I'm down with that. You but, had you had no dominion on the onset mm. of the of the other creature. Now, again, once again, we could argue that 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 yeah. actually does make make um, many aspects of agriculture wrong. That makes mm-hmm. many aspects of farming wrong, and and it makes that, the penal system wrong. It uh, um no, because now we get into the social contract. So well, it, that is the the uh, moral authority of the many and. Uh, ver- well, right. So if there is a society, theoretically speaking, where you can agree to be a slave in a sense into like a – what's it called? A um, uh, An indentured, indentured servant. Yeah, yeah, an indentured servant in a way or, or even an actual slave if there is a society that's formed there yeah. and then the social contract deems that that's mm-hmm. fine, um, then in that society, yes, it would be oddly acceptable. But then now, again, doesn't make it morally acceptable or morally justified mm-hmm. from, a, a again, I use this term loosely, an objective standpoint. The calculus itself doesn't work out because you have no basis for it other than the social contract, which is completely arbitrary. And that's the problem there. If you, if you for no reason, just if, you know, you kill the third born child mm-hmm. every year, then that's just a social contract and everybody's okay with it. That still doesn't make the action morally justified. Well, there, there was slavery in the Bible. That makes it moral. Exactly. Of course it does. Um, what is it? Exodus? Exodus? I don't remember. There's tons. It's not there are one. tons. There's yeah. tons. Uh, so, okay. So, cool. So, we figured out why slavery is wrong. We figured out why racism <laughs> is bad. Yay. Let's great. move on. Let's what a fucking move valuable on. use of our time. <laughs> you know, it's, I, I agree with you, man. I, I, I feel like we shouldn't have to do that. But, in, but now, I guess that takes us to our next standpoint. Um, and I've tweeted a lot about this. But, okay, over the weekend, we had two groups. And both appeared to be acting... Immorally, we had a super group of the Nazis and the KKK, and then we had a different group. Now, that different group, <laughs> Antifa. Yeah, so they're they're calling them Antifa, but also I sort of just feel like it's it's just not Nazis in the KKK. So like we can, Antifa, I feel like is a totally separate argument. Whoever was grouping up 
the people who are not Nazis and KKK, I feel like they they are the winners there. I feel like we should side on that group. I have no Am idea what you're trying to say. He's, he's, let's making, say we open, he's let's being say we a little irreverent. That's the- <laughs> let's say we just oh, we start a video game, right? Mm. Yeah, what, which side would you like to be? Oh, Super group of the Nazis and the KKK or side B? What? I don't know what side. Well, I, I'm pretty sure I'd pick side B. One group has traditions going back hundreds of years, and one group was formed within the last six months. Antifa, well, you mean? I disagree. The, 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 they both go back Antifa hundreds only of formed, years. And, yeah, Antifa goes back hundreds of years. Not really? hundreds of years. Antifa, it goes back a century or so. Antifa, let's talk about Antifa. Yeah, okay. what, what are we calling Antifa? You know? They're the Reds. They're, I was simply saying Group B. Oh, I was we are saying it, whatever. So, all right, let's just get to it. They're communists. They, they, they wouldn't deny that. They're, they really? consider themselves socialists. Oh, okay. Or, or th- anarchist, socialist, communist. Yeah, probably. I mean, that's what they've been screaming on the right wing, but I assume that that was like, not necessarily. Antifa is not embarrassed Antifa about specifically, this. Yeah. They, they're cool with it. One, they're obviously against fascism, and they want to fight all the elements of that. Which but, is weird because fascism is left, but. No, that's incorrect. No, fascism is right. Who says Nazi that? According to what, Dinesh D'Souza's fucking stupid-ass book? Okay. Isn't that where fascism comes from? No. Mussolini and... Well, yes, but Mussolini is authoritarian, and people would social. consider more to the right. Yes, and this is an example that Dinesh D'Souza gives, and a lot of revisionist historians are doing mm. recently. But the idea that fascism is from the left is basically a talking point now, so they can say, basically, the KKK is part of the Democratic Party, and that well, the let's left... Define, define fascism. Fascism is actually, I would say, not necessary. I would say it's more authoritarian and state-driven, where it's the center of life, where the state is everything. Where you yeah. give you give your whole life to the state. How is that different from communism? Of, yeah, it's not what the anti. No, exactly. Communism. You're right. Is that element of it? But it, I don't think it has to do with as much of. Uh, state control. These are hippie commies, not red commies? No, they are. And I'm not even denying that they are. I think that we're just interesting to talk about more Antifa in the sense of that it's a repetition of history. See, I think the difference is that the, usually with fascism, there's a central leader, like a central like leader right. of that, whereas communism now, is, may have a person that they rally behind. But the, these, the problem the, is when we have communism in our brains, we're, we're definitely thinking of Russia and the USSR, but we're not. And we're thinking of China. Stalin. But that's what, yeah. I, what I mean is the, the ideological principle of where the property lies with communism the property lies with all of the people regardless of who actually is the person in power with fascism it's the exact opposite the the all of the money stays with with basically the the, the super king the ubermensch and and he can he or she can deem with can do okay. what he pleases with it but i could be wrong i'm i'm literally googling fascism right now yeah no i was actually just googling this the other day ironically i was i was looking at wikipedia of it. and i forget the first paragraph but isn't not, that just the inevitable progression of marxism didn't he no, essentially no, lay no, that no. out no no, no, no. okay no, no, because don't forget, Marxism. Yeah, did occur in France and Germany and Switzerland in that time period in mm-hmm. the eighteen late eighteen hundreds. But it did it, that developed into Leninism, and that obviously was Russia. But my point was honestly that we're, we are seeing these two sides in what happened in Weimar Germany and, and basically the fall of Germany after World War One in nineteen eighteen. Mm-hmm. The Reds, these socialist elements of Germany were fighting the brown shirts, which were essentially were the early proto-Nazis, which then developed oh, wow. into the Freikorps and the, and the SA and, and literally Hitler's people. Mm-hmm. So they, they were actually going through this. And that's why a lot of people are scared because it is a repetition of that era mm-hmm. where Antifa is theoretically the red shirts and the brown shirts are whatever, the alt-right. Or, and so I think it so. actually is, there's something deeper to this too. I, I think it actually is more the... It's not necessarily speaking the um, ideological 
uh, standpoint of where you know the economic prosperity, or however the economic system is broken down, or even the uh, where the rules come from. You're it, talking about the difference between fascism and communism. Yes. Okay. I think uh, it, it actually fascism specifically has more to do with um, the power that that it's okay to fight. Like violence is not necessarily just bad. It's okay to 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 rise up essentially in that way. Isn't that? Um, no, I can just read now. Leninism does take this too. What's yeah. interesting is that this is just the horseshoe theory of politics. People talk about oh. a million times. This right, is just yeah. there's so many different elements of the hard left and hard right that have so much in common. Yeah, yeah. And you could talk about how Leninism would basically justify violence to their revolution, which is. Yeah, really kind of a fascist thing as well. So they have a lot in common. And that's why people are talking from both sides, many sides, all this shit is that Antifa and yeah, those groups on the on the alt right, the white nationalists and the white supremacists, they do have some elements in common that they're willing to use. So they're both fascists. They're both fascists and they're they're both communists. Yeah, (laughs) honestly. They don't realize it. But but that's the the problem. I feel like I feel like the right Specifically wants limited government, though. Yeah. In this current realm, and if we're I think, talking about I feel those like specific Antifa groups, wants very specifically. A- oh, that's true. I don't necessarily like. Antifa is more anarchist, I would say. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, do you think they're anarchists? I feel like they want bigger they, government. I, no. I think I think the the, the no. like, like like there would be no way an Antifa person would ever uh, sign up for the military. No way. Right, because they think they okay because the fight is on the streets here. Maybe they would say, but that. no, but that's <laughs> fair. So they don't trust the government. Then they yeah, don't not want at big all. government. Antifa no. doesn't want big government. No, in really? fact, a, a lot of them are very pro-Russia in men in that way. They're almost like these Bernie Bros who have, Crazy. you know, basically hate America, kind of Noam Chomsky style, and equate them to yeah. just as much evil as everyone else. So Got they it. hate this. They hate America just like they hate Russia, just like they hate everyone. Well, you mean to read this? Oh, what do you got, Sean? And, oh no, I was just gonna, is that is that the common theme on the left? As far as the, the hard left, yeah. What do you what do you mean? I'm sorry. Um, like I, in my consumption of right wing media, I have seen a lot of that, but I kind of brushed that aside as propaganda, but hearing you say it, that it's kind of almost like taken as fact has me a little bit more concerned and confused. What do you, what do you, I'm sorry, what specifically are you just talking about? Just the idea of the, the Antifa being the, the reds essentially. I mean, we can all agree that the the uh, uh, Nazis and the KKK are the fucking brown shirts, but the idea that like literally the Antifa is the Reds. Yeah, I think Antifa. I thought that was hyperbole. Antifa, we could read their shit, but I think it, it's definitely part of it. Um, another part is this anarchist element of it, mm. and another part is honestly just this I just counter element. Pissed of off it. and violent. They just want to be a counterweight. They are pissed off and violent, but they just want to be a counterweight to fascist elements. So they literally are anti-fascist by being fascist. Literally, that's their name. Well, who yeah. are the fascists right now? Are there any? Is there anybody else other than the KKK Trump. and the neo-Nazis and, I mean, I guess Trumpists in a way. Well, Trump is not... Trump is what brought Trump, them out. Trump I mean, if Hillary was in, in the office, there, you know, this wouldn't be an issue. Right. Yeah. No, I don't think Trump is a KKK member. I no, think, no. And that's clear. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but he is definitely kissing and enabling them and emboldening them, sure. I would say. Well, but no, all I'm saying is that... Well, who are the groups? That, yeah, well, are they... Uh, so, Sean said, you, you said that they came out only because of Trump. Basically, in a way, right? Well, in, like it, because of out. this whole election, I mean, you know, the the idea that um, the the I, the anti Antifa- pretty far. Antifa has a no, very but, no, no, but they, we wouldn't be having marches every weekend if Hillary was in office. But that that has been, you know, uh, uh, extremely uh, prevalent in the last, they, you know, they nine feel, months. You know, you're right, Sean. I think they feel that the wind is in their sails, and they think that this is their chance to take off their hoods and really try to take a hold in the mainstream world, to try to actually put their ideas out there. People on the right of the, the people on the Antifa right. or the people on the right. Or the, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> okay. Really, actually, you're right, but but more in, not necessarily Antifa. But yeah. Antifa.
Antifa is just kind of like they always going to be pissed off in anarchy. But yeah, they're just kind of like the foot soldiers. I mean, eh, whatever. But I don't know, maybe. But I guess my point is more about the right and that they've just. Um, Kind of like Richard Spencer, they just want to be taken seriously now as opposed to before they were just really, really more fringy, fringy, fringy. Now yeah. they want to be, okay, we're taking our hoods off. We're not embarrassed. Trump has made us this this thing not to be embarrassed about our beliefs. We can we can really go out there and, and, and show ourselves. They stopped shaving their heads and got less tattoos and tried to put on a tie. Yeah, because these people are our coworkers. They mm-hmm. are pumping our gas. They are, you know, our doctors and lawyers. Well, all right, actually, that's important. That's important. So let's go to that then. So we we always talk about free speech being the best thing possible. Is it, um, what, what is the problem with um, the internet, Outing the, a Nazi. the internet itself, Doxing a Nazi. sort of, yeah, basically what the, the consequences Doxing. that that has caused for a lot of these people. Basically, after the pictures of the the Tiki Torch rally came out, um, <laughs> the the collective hive mind. I of love the, the statement from the Tiki Torch so company. Fucking, <laughs> I was so it was great. Don't use these Tiki Torches for any for any any racist rallies, you Nazi fuck or whatever it was. Something like that. Um, so yeah, uh, right after it came out, we had um, the the collective hive mind of the internet were were sharing these photos to find out who these people were yeah. in order to uh, just basically to find out who they are. Um, the consequences and the results of which were that a lot of them were started to get fired from their jobs. Um, uh, a lot so of them were directly targeted, and you know they would uh, find this guy. This guy was at I'm a, sure there well, were some no, death threats too. Well, no, no, no. I, I just mean like uh, they would, you know put up the picture and then use the at symbol of the people of the company that they work at. So, you know, it was, you know, directly trying to get people fired and things like that. I see. Okay. Um, It it just wasn't as innocent, you know? Sure. Yeah. Well, what do you think, Sean? Um, I'm, I'm conflicted. Um, It's, you know, it's not a governmental issue because it's, you know, it's not the government free speech issue. Yeah. There's no law being enacted. And there, you know, I I do believe that you have the right to say what you want, but yes, there are consequences for saying those things. Sure. Um, In this world that we live in uh, of, you know, constant information and uh, uh, plentiful information about everyone. Um, it is kind of scary because you know there were, uh, I, I, I believe, there were a number of people that got uh, kind of swept up in those things that weren't necessarily the right people, or you know they looked like certain people, sure. and they got you know uh, uh, a lot of the same ire that the actual Nazis did, sure. but it was just because they happened to look like someone. Well, then so. grow a beard, be cool. Yeah, that's a thing. Or a mustache. Um, Maybe make it really tiny no, that one, in between your nostrils. <laughs> the, the one specific dude I'm thinking of did have a mustache. Yeah. But, yeah. I know. Some of them are actually I, yeah. Twitter famous, so they're not embarrassed. They they like being, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, some of them have, have been streaming their stuff. Like, they, they got maced, and they'll stream it on Twitter and try to sh- to, to, you know, to brag that they got battle scars, you know, kind of thing. Well, yeah. so again, so free speech doesn't mean freedom from consequences. So we're fine. That we're, we're, we're not okay with the collective hive mind breaking against it, but that really is the sort of modern equivalent of saying, hey, you've said something bad that we all know we don't like it, so we're going to fucking oust you from society as best we can. Go fuck yourself. But, yeah, it's the reason they should have been wearing hoods in the first place. Yeah, but I do, I do want to get back to this other point. That that you sort of mentioned earlier, as far as you know, the, the, I know that you're a free speech, Mr. Shafal. Okay. No, well, I know you're a free speech absolutist, mm-hmm. but I do want to find out the degrees here. I, I I'm pretty sure you'll say across the board, but let me mm-hmm. just kind of play this game. Yeah, a sure. Bit. Um, I okay. So you're allowed to say whatever we want. We mm-hmm. agree because the idea is that better idea will come along to defeat your idea. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll have a better idea. We actually took a little bit of a time to figure out why racism is bad, but mm-hmm. hey, it happens. Well, There's you no wouldn't help. 
<laughs> well, but that's why well, I'm not going to be in every conversation. <laughs> it's, it's, it, no, it's just, no, you're right, though. It is taken as a given. And we do have to. Right. Uh, you do have to work. Yeah. You have to fucking work to figure out why. No, this is their home and your idea is bad. Here's why your idea is bad. Not totally. just it's bad because somebody else told me it's bad. Um, let's do some philosophy. But here, let me ask this, this question because, again, now we go back to this whole element of free speech where, okay, well, if we are free speech absolutists, is there no line whatsoever? Can you say whatever you want? And how? So we have the whole screaming fire in a crowded theater thing, but let's just go to the specific point. Mm-hmm. Um, should you be permitted to just scream the N-word into a black person's face? Is, is that okay? Is speech and just continue to speech? scream it for five minutes until they go away. Just scream it, just scream it, just scream it into their face. Is well, that okay? It, again, that is the, the idea of harassment. That is, uh, you know, yeah. in my ideal world, there is a five-foot space bubble. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no touching. Okay. Exactly. Okay, so, got it. Um, the, in the idea. So it's the exchange of ideas that's, that's prominent here, and then there is a way that you can exchange it in such a way that is detrimental to society um i mean yeah it, it can be used as um a weapon yeah yeah i mean when it's when it's invasive so you have the right to say what you want but you don't have the right to be heard and that is you know kind of where that that division happens so you can't force your speech on someone but you can have your speech and if they'd like to come along and listen so the idea of the soapbox is you know kind of the the traditional so, town square sort of thing did you see uh, there was clips us maybe you didn't see this one sean Sean Fall, of the Shut dude up. of the dude who uh, organized the unite the right thing he actually was trying to like talk to the media and there was like a bunch oh, of microphones he got on chased the away and he got chased away <laughs> yeah. but before he got chased away one of the dudes the other dude just counter protesters just ran up to the microphones and just started basically screaming yeah, into yeah. The mic. screaming into the mic so i would say that's definitely the example literally Literally today or yesterday, whatever, not yesterday, maybe two days ago. But um, and to clarify, this is the opposite situation we had, where a basically a, a, a white supremacist is trying to speak and explain what was happening, mm-hmm. and someone from the left, the 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 anti anti or whatever the anti white supremacist started shut down his speech. Okay. Right, and then he was also he was also physically chased, which kind of brings up another hole. Yeah. I think he spit on him too, and the guy who spit on him got arrested, by the way. Mm. Yeah, there were some cops there. He they were definitely slow, first of all, the cops, and that's the whole the whole thing that's you want to talk whole, about. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, but that might be. I mean, I don't know. I guess I, I'm really where I'm going with this. I guess um, I just find it. Well, again, was that okay? What do you think? I was, think it's okay. Why wasn't it? Why was or wasn't it okay they were tr- for him to shut well, down his speech? I think it was okay in the sense they weren't necessarily putting their hands on his mouth. They were just kind of using their own speech to drown out his. It was the uh, equivalent of screaming an N-word in yeah, the guy's to me face. That's the I mean, same they as weren't the... screaming the N-word, though. That's, that's more of a personal attack. I don't, I don't know. Were they screaming something at him, or were they just kind of screaming shame. into the mic? They were just screaming shame. And that's I, not I think they so were saying, bad. They were saying arrest him or whatever. I, I, there was a, the one guy came up and said something just fucking dumb. I, I don't remember exactly what he just continued to shout. Like I, I think he was saying arrested for murder. Indict him for murder. Oh, indict I think he just he kept did. screaming, indict, indict him for murder, him for indict murder. him for murder, indict for murder. Yeah, I think it was just right. indict for murder. Hmm. Um, he only lasted like three seconds before some other dude came up and like tackled right. the guy or whatever. Yeah, no. So I, I, I know kind of exactly how I feel about this. No, a person at a microphone who has the ability to speak, I, I, I feel like ought to be permitted the idea to, to speak. Now, yeah. now in my ideal world, somebody else should be able to get up on the on in front of the mic in the in a sort of debate fashion and say whatever they want as what well. What about in the middle of a Julius Caesar play? Is it okay for douchebag little uh, Jack Posobiec to jump up there and interrupt this this uh, play and say this is you're all Goebbels, you're all Nazis? Um, is he just exercising free speech can by somebody, interrupting can a somebody play? In, can somebody interrupt a play? 
Um, you should be removed from the play. Yeah, I mean, I, I, think you're, I think you, I, 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 I think you can, but it there is there are laws. See, that's what's so great about law too is that it does get intricate and it does sort of break down these elements. As far as a philosophical standpoint, do I think that? I think it gets into a larger question as far as the art and whatever's happening there. I mean, you know, in the same way that if you were giving a horrifying yeah. racist show. Like, you know, I, the birth of a nation, would it be okay for like a, you know, somebody to just jump up and start like waving his arms in front of the projector for the birth of a nation? I, you know, I, I say no. I think that's, well, I, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. I really don't. I, I think that it's, I think again, it's my point of the free exchange of ideas. If you're, if again, you give I've... a play that need that, that I think that you should be permitted the, your entire argument. And then somebody else can come behind it and sort of counter the argument. Well, I think the I think the problem here is again the the idea of uh, uh, governmental free speech versus the private sector free speech. And when we're talking about a uh, any sort of theater, when you're buying a ticket to that theater, there are certain yeah, rules. Yeah, like a that contract. That exactly. Comes into yeah, it. you're adhering to those things. So you know, if you're interrupting other people's enjoyment and the theater deems that it's uh, you know more beneficial for them to remove you, they certainly have that right. And you know, that should certainly be something that's enforceable by, then by the law when you do need them to come in with their guns for you sure sure okay um i mean in in the same way that if you if you bought a play for if you bought a ticket for one play and then they start doing a different play you as the the person who bought the ticket would mm-hmm. have a right to ask for your money back because it was a breach of contract yeah, in a way. yeah so okay so as in a weird way there's a, it's a it's a dual contract between the audience and entertainer mm-hmm. that's fair um okay cool well we squared that away <laughs> not really um I guess we uh, let's let's go into the Confederate thing because that's that that's sort of interesting too. The 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 basis of this whole point is the fact that there are a bunch of Confederate monuments all over this country, and the See, re- I don't, and that's oh, that's the real argument that Fox News continue to this day. To this day, it is still I the think argument. That's that's a red not a red herring. It's it's the distraction. It's not the real issue. I think it's a okay. flashpoint for sure because. That's where all these alt writers and white supremacists want to show up to and use it as an excuse to basically gather. But I don't think that's the issue. It just, I mean, that is a, a issue for sure. We can talk about whether to have these statues up. But I don't think that's, I think that's more of... It's a symptom, not the cause. Uh, right, and illness. I think we did kind of, you're right, already kind of discuss the cause, if you will. The it law. is the symptoms that kill you, though, in the end. No, it's the disease that kills you. Well, not really. You die because you have a heart, like a heart attack because you fucking, you know, or whatever. I don't know. It's not really the disease. It's it's no, it's all based on the disease. I think it, right. it actually yeah. might be the symptom. If you have a fever and you die because your body can't handle it, but the disease gave you the fever, you die of the symptoms. Mm. So if Trump is the symptom of the fact that the disease of racism in this country, it is we're our body eating die itself. Because, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sorry, though, Joey. Go ahead. I don't know where I was going necessarily. I guess I was no. I was basically saying it's the what you just said, and that I want to focus on the cause, not the symptoms. But mm-hmm. I think that the the way that we are responding to these Confederate generals is so fascinating to me in many ways, um, because I've been obsessed with history in many ways, and obviously I also was a, a Civil War obsessed when I was younger, like creepily younger. Like I even loved that movie Gods and Generals, which is creepy if you watch it again. It's boring and it's got some weird lost cause elements to it of 
basically obsessing over the Confederacy. I think a oh, lot... like the South will rise again sort of thing? Yeah, which is literally called the Lost Cause. There and is such a romanticiz- romanticization... Yeah. Rom- yeah. Romanticization? romanticization? There is such a romanticization of the South in general, and I... Ahead, Civil War generals are the epitome of that in many yeah. ways because they're supposed to be, they have this Elon and dash and they have this chivalrous element. They even call, you know, antebellum, you know this word. Knights, meaning, the, knights of the, the knights of the Ku Klux Klan. They view man. them as knights. They do view them as that. And, the, you know, in these monuments really do look like that. You stand there with on top of their, you know, brash horses. Yeah. And we know the name of Robert E. Lee's horse, Traveler. Like the fact that I know all this stuff about him because they are memorialized to like no extent. Um and I find it fascinating because I was one of them. I got caught up in it. I really did love f- studying them and understanding them. And I would never go to the other side of just like, under, you know, defending racism or slavery. But I was definitely seduced by the chivalrous element of it, the romance of it. And it is. It's very amazing. And not. And if I can, this, you know, this Jewish nerd from Northeast Philadelphia, think about if you're this, you know, random dude in the middle of North Carolina. If yeah. that's the story of your town. And is right. your ancestry. And, and, and not your, only that, your great-grandfather and grandfather. Or great fought, great great grandpappy yeah. fought. and died, you know, for the for the you have the gun the over cause. the mantle, and so yeah. I do see it from that angle. Are they American citizens? Let me ask you that, Joey. Confederates, yeah, like people who, yes, they are. In fact, are they, are they American? They well, were brought, after we won, yeah, yeah. no, and but they, I mean, even during that fight, like, so we have this romanticization well, of, that's, uh, of the fight yeah. itself, right? We have the fact that these. These Americans who were Americans seceded mm-hmm. from the Union became so. Is it fair? I to think say, that's a personal morality. They were gone from is, the. Well, is they it were fair gone. to say a traitorous band? Yeah, they were rebels. Yes, yeah. a, a rebel band yeah. fighting against the country. But also, not everyone in the South was involved or cared about the war. I mean, I mean well, that, that's just is okay, true so for only, every so war. So only the people in the war were <laughs> yeah, traitors. There was four million slaves that didn't have a choice. Well, but I, I guess that's True. kind of my point. Regardless of all that, I mean, we have people who weren't involved in the war at all mm-hmm. are still romanticizing this sort of this treasonous group. Well, no, what I'm saying is like, because mean, it represents any time their heritage. That, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna, basically in any time that there's a war, there's there's going to be people on both sides. There's going to be people that just get caught up in the war because they happen to live in the South. They might not agree no, with I, what's going I, I on. I get but, that, but I'm, I'm I'm specifically saying that people who sort of who championed the cause yeah. then and championed the cause now. Okay. Are, do, and then specifically, were they Americans? Was, were the, was the Confederate Army an army of American soldiers? No, I believe when they seceded, they were Confederate soldiers. And then when they lost, they got reabsorbed by America. And that's the same thing with the states, by the way. So even yeah. if they were, like, you know, brought up, I mean, at a certain point, you know, fucking Virginia was not in America. Yeah. This is an interesting point. It's because, and it's brought up on Memorial Day, basically, because like, are we supposed to celebrate the the the, the Confederate, Confederate dead? Yeah. And, and I, and by the way, I okay. So and maybe I'm talking too much. I'm sorry. I, I I almost feel like I like the idea that we're like, you know what, you were treated tra- treasonous bunch of fucking jerk offs, but you're still Americans. And because that's, that's maybe what we the best were fighting way to for. We were fighting to yeah, keep to them keep as them part as of the union. Like it's the, literally okay. Lincoln's opinion. You basically just stated Lincoln's opinion, and it's a shame that and it's a shame <sighs> okay. that he was assassinated because. That's he what probably would have said up. that better. And he would have, and he would have maybe helped out with Reconstruction, which was yeah. the biggest deal ever. We forget. Well, that that's where we really fucked him. Absolutely. Yeah, right. was, is wow. the, end, the end of wars. People forget about that. We always obsess over the cause and how yeah. wars start. Yeah, that's totally important to study. We should be studying the end of wars, the peace treaties that are involved, and the people who are basically shamed at the end of a yeah. war. And I always compare this because I always want to make this comparison between the lost cause, which is what we just discussed, the people who think that this was, you know— uh, 
even though that they lost, they want to try to save some face of the Confederacy sure. versus the stab in the back myth, which is the idea that Germany in World War One was basically the, the generals were not responsible. The, the, the people were stabbed in the back by the politicians, the Jews, the socialists that were in control of Germany. And that basically led to an entire generation of people obsessing over this, over this, this guilt and shame of losing this horrible war. And that led to obviously national socialism, this buildup of nationalism, the buildup of the army, and eventually, obviously, we get to Hitler in World War II. By the way, as, and to skip forward, why, why, why did neo-Nazis hate Jews now? What's the problem there? Well, that's one, the, the, the history of anti-Semitism goes back literally you know, to the beginning of, of Semitics. But, yeah, literally. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but no, honestly, the, 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 but European anti-Semitism ba is based in, honestly, Catholicism. Um, and, okay. and the idea that Jews did murder Jesus. But is this, bef but I, I, yeah, but is this, this is all like kind of led up to World War II. I mean, really, even it's after about Nazis. killing Jesus, huh? It's, that's the original, yeah, the original because sin. that's what blood libels were. That's what the original protocols of the elders of Zion were, where basically we would be murdering, sorry, we Jews, would be murdering um, the babies of Christians and using their blood in matzahs and stuff like that. That's called, that was called the blood libels. And that led to pogroms and the whole idea that Jews are an other of society and used as a scapegoat for basically 2,000 years straight, many, many different ways and excluded from society. And that all leads up to the climax of this, which was the Holocaust. Yeah, but after that, I mean, even neo-Nazis now. But they, they, they would, they would why do they hate? They're all the same. And I'm, I'm trying to make this comparison okay. because it's not it's that just different. It's been the same for 2,000 years. Yeah, I'm just saying it, it, they're still obsessed over the idea that we fucked over one Jesus. Uh, two, the idea that basically Jews are this element of society that is... One, in control of shit. That's the protocols yeah, of the there, elders of Zion. Okay. There, what does that mean? That's, that's the thing I'm trying to understand better. Well, this, what does it mean? They own the banks and the media. and okay. Yeah, anytime so you hear what, someone say globalist or Rothschild, yeah. you can pretty Anyone much... Anyone says globalist, that's what they mean, or Jews? Well, yes, no. I will say yes. I know he'll disagree there, yeah. because Alex Jones I kind of would disagree, it. too, yeah. Alex Jones but it's says code. It it's, it's one okay. of the dog whistle words. Uh, where, where, where it doesn't mean necessarily anything anti-Semitic for him or Alex Jones, maybe, but... A oh, good, so now, now a we're good back portion. the enablers. It's like, it's a, it's just a wink, wink, and a nod, nod. It's like, for some people who, yeah. that's what the word fucking means, Not only, that's what they're going to take There are so many of these tells. There's the triple parentheses on Twitter. There's the you know. When everyone says, when I get a lot of this because obviously I get a lot of anti-Semitic hate on Twitter. When everyone says, like, I know, or mm -hmm. he knows, or someone knows, they're basically saying they know that Jews control the world. And, and that's, the, that's what David Duke, it's what a lot of these guys are using as code words. Uh, and you'll recognize them. There's a million of them. They always also- How do sorry. they control the world? Jews? Yeah. Uh, maybe Sean the money? <laughs> I mean- The gold? I mean, I mean, one, they would say, I guess, Hollywood, because they have propaganda, too. I guess they would say the banks, so mm -hmm. they control that so, okay. kind of stuff. So, the media and Hollywood. Banks and the media, yeah. Or the, and no, the, sorry, the media and financial the institutions. And financial institutions, most, and, yeah. and schools, I guess, maybe? And uh, I think they, no, no, they might also say no. military-industrial complex when okay. it comes to Israel All and are sort of, uh, at, at its core, controlled by a maybe, group I'm, of Jews. Yeah. I'm just throwing up bullshit. That, that's more uh, <laughs> the Illuminati versus, yeah. Got it. But it's uh, all, I mean, it's just a scapegoat thing, too. So anything that is not, you know, that, that is horrible in this world, you could just say Jews did it. I mean, look at what Alex Jones just recently did with the Charlottesville protests. He basically said that when something crazy happens like this and you can't excuse it on the right, we're going to say, oh, it was Jewish actors. These people were, I, he was saying, I looked at them, it looked like the cast of Seinfeld. It was literally the <laughs> words he said. Wow. wow. Oh yeah, little dog whistle. Yeah, so I mean, not even a dog whistle. It's just, it's just a, that's pretty overt. Yeah. yeah. The, um, what, what's so blood, Jews can be what's behind. blood and soil? 
blood and soil is just a I saw that being shouted a in Nazi the Vice thing, so phrase about okay. how they, you know, Lebensraum and shit. Wow, good for you. Wait, what? What? Lebensraum, impressive. Mm. Lebensraum. Where did you hear that? What's Where did that? You, I'm sorry. Like, that's a, that's a crazy. I learned that like in college history classes when I was. Probably the History Channel. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> what does it mean? Or what is it? Living what is space. It? Yeah, it's Living like space. manifest Living destiny, spaces. essentially. <laughs> if only if only Hitler had a nice little jingle like that, maybe he wouldn't have taken over Poland with He the did idea. have a nice little jingle like that. It was called All of Beethoven. Or Wagner. Or Wagner. That's yeah. correct. Exactly. Lebensraum was living space. So the idea that, that basically they need to expand eastward and take over Poland and parts of the Soviet Union so they could expand their empire. Okay. For the glory of the Reich. God. And that's blood and soil... Those are the two most important things, and that's the. It's their blood. That's why they're chanting yeah, German it's, blood. It's blood and, for soil. I think. I think, I think it's, it's blood and. Soil. Well, no, that's what they're oh, chanting. But I think like the the connotation is that we give our blood for soil. I can look it up, Joey. Yeah. It's okay. It doesn't matter. Well, and it's also their genetics. So the bl- our blood. Oh, is the blood the German blood. Oh, gotcha. You know? The purity. That makes sense. The purity. Which I saw some post. I don't. I can't say the source that I not that I can't that I don't know um, but that uh, apparently it's kind of become a thing for the Nazis to take uh, genetic testing to find out their heritage and they are pleasantly or unpleasantly oh, yeah. surprised of course because they're yeah, from because everyone's from everywhere and that's all those things ever everyone's show from you Africa is the main key well yeah there's and know. Genghis Khan the sorry, Genghis, exactly. please so good so well then to jump back to answer our first question how do we preserve our history yeah we, we've mentioned this on the show before you, you know the we have statues of confederate soldiers that are there aren't really any statues of hitler out there <laughs> in germany and yet somehow we know about hitler we know about him so but we don't see no, a statue the, all the, the history time. channel is a statue to hitler exactly right and that's yeah i remember brent ben shapiro was kind of like explaining this as well it's like you know oh you walk by a statue it gives you an opportunity to explain a little bit but it's like at the expense of what you can also, fucking sit a child down Anytime you want and explain oh, so you anything could, you could, you Anytime want. you could go to a Civil War battlefield where I would say they're okay. What most people would say that's, that's a legitimate place for a, a Confederate monument is on the battlefield. So if you still want to see one if of these you really monuments, have a you could go to a museum sure. or you could go to an outdoor museum, one of these Civil War battlefields, which right. literally I toured around the United States. There's like fucking 50,000 of them. Correct. So, or, I- I well, think that that's fine. If you want to have if you want to have a statue put on a battlefield or put in a museum, I think it's silly to have also, it in the middle of a town square. Also, I think we maybe want to make a distinction between the the soldier memorials versus the glorification of Stonewall and Robert E. Lee Correct. and Albert Sidney Johnston and all these guys. So, uh, you know, obsessing over these generals yeah. is maybe a little bit more unhealthy. Than They've been arguing saying a memorial for like four to their fucking years on Fox News, and I don't. It's not that hard of an argument to make. It's like, well, do, okay, so should we just have like? An Hitler statue in the middle of a town square, just randomly, or is it okay to sort of? Well, no, know, and that, that I think that's contextualized. Like, I completely agree with with you know everything you said about it, but the the one thing that I do take issue with is now these angry mobs deciding that they're going to go in and tear down statues. Sure. And to me, you know, we we are a democratic republic. We are a society. Sure. And if we want to enact change, there are legitimate ways to do that. I agree. Other than that, it is literally just vandalism. So, you know, th- that is, th- th- this whole thing of mob rule really has me scared. I mean, just the idea that, you know, these, um, the, the excitement on board both sides is just feeding off of each other yeah. and neither of them are going to back down because both of them think they are very, very right in these arguments. Um, you know, and that is, I, I don't know how to uh, throw water on these uh, rabid dogs. Well, because one of the sides well, is what, right. 
Well, right, but both sides <laughs> think they're right, and that's sure. The big yeah, problem. no, you're right. Sure, how do we? But, how, but there the is question the truth. question: How do we throw water on this? I think we we do we debated, and instead of just simply saying "shut up, don't talk, you fucking exactly. Nazi," sit down and explain why it's probably not a good idea to think a black also, person is subhuman. Well, I agree. To we, say, to, but I think there's also an argument there that, about ignoring and not giving them the the limelight, especially mm-hmm, for people like certainly. like Richard Spencer. Maybe maybe if you're you know let's say like you're NBC News, maybe don't interview Richard Spencer to give him this you know pedestal that's that, a great point i don't know how i feel about that man so i i, I, th- I, th- I just want to bring that out there that yes i know I, that sunlight yeah. is a good disinfectant but sometimes but it might not be man it's a great emboldening it's, too. like i've I mean, said it's... before it's the same reason that we don't talk about suicide on the news we can choose the messages that we put out to the american public and that is responsible journalism so I think so to go back to your first point I think it definitely is vandalism and if anybody destroys a statue of a Confederate soldier I think they ought to be charged in some capacity um I I however I would argue that it's probably not a good idea to re-erect it for any reason <laughs> That's so there you go I and yeah. and you know I I don't think it's I don't think it's wrong for them to tear it down but I I cuz I think there are better ways to do it it's not the best way to go about it if we want to run a civilized society that doesn't make it wrong yeah. I guess um yeah they could petition and, and get it this statue yeah and, and but you know but, talk about the bureaucracy it takes 5 years to get it down meanwhile you know your kid has to walk by it every day I will say whatever, but knows. also isn't that a learning opportunity I mean because you know if we try and brush this stuff under the rug I mean this is why Germany has holocaust museums right. like they, there's a reason that we want I, to I agree agree with your essential point actually but i don't think that's what's going on i don't it's think it's not but it's there's I, I don't, a i think it's not, if we it's have not, to wait if, 5 years for that to go through if we were we literally like uh, let's say we said okay yeah. let's say that, that the left really did say yeah. let's get rid of all the robert e lee statues and let's get rid of all the references to robert e lee in history books and let's get rid of all the references to robert e lee in every museum that whitewashing history, then I would say totally I'm on your side. Okay. But I think that just the elements here that, and you even mentioned this earlier about the, we can still study it without yeah. just talking about this one aspect of monuments. And I do kind of want to just simply put at the realistic point that I don't think people are necessarily getting a lot out of it nowadays. I don't think people are passing right. monuments in in some random park and thinking about, oh, Robert E. Lee Park in Charlottesville, let's maybe study Robert E. Lee. No, they're just like, this is part of the scenery. This is yeah. the background. So I don't think them, having them in parks, having them in, in front of courthouses is really provoking this type of historical conversation. So does that expand so, to the good people too? Like, should we? I mean, should we not continue to memorialize our uh, national heroes in parks? No, we should memorialize no, cool anybody that. who ought to be memorialized, yeah. but in in a contextually. If, well, no, you're, I mean, you're, making, if you're making way. a slippery slope argument, you're making no, no, Trump no, stuff. Which no, 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 he said. Literally, I'm just want to say what he yeah, said. Yeah, yeah I don't he said heard this. Why don't we just then take all the monuments down from George Washington or then John Thomas says, where Jefferson? Does it stop? He said, where, where, if we take down Where's Robert E. Lee, where does it stop? Do we suddenly take down George Washington? Do we take down statues of Thomas Jefferson? I mean, they both had slaves, right? So if they if they had slaves and you think slavery is wrong, should we should we be removing their statues if you think Robert E. Lee should go? I yeah, I totally understand how asinine that is. But I think uh, everybody does. That's what yeah. someone says, except for the fucking guy who said it, who yeah. happened to be the president. Why of the is States. everyone so surprised when he keeps oh, fucking? I'm oh not. That's God. the thing. <laughs> I'm not. I have never been surprised by this whole thing, man. Oh. Mexicans are, you know, what? What is fucking? Oh my god, the fucking you can very still be, first day. You can still be like they, 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 yeah. they're, they're, they're bringing crime. They're rapists, and some I assume are good people. Like, it's Mexicans. It's from right then and there, and then grab them by the pussy, the dehumanization of women. I, I don't know how 
anybody can understand between those two moments how he's not yeah. just a warped and doesn't have a warped mindset. That doesn't mean he's racist. It doesn't mean whatever. We can label him however the fuck we want. I just don't. Nobody should have been be confused racist. by that. Nobody Probably. should have been confused at any point to understand to to know where his ideology stands hmm. in general. Which is basically just I'm the man and yep. everybody else is sub Trump. Anyone that kisses my ass is right. fun. So he's only just racist because people are not Trump. Yeah. That's basically Trump's ra- brand of racism. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Joey, play your game. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, in honor of the uh, Confederacy that we're talking about and the uh, the of former Texas. Third Reich here, I thought we would talk about the different... Is this ha- the Fourth Reich? <laughs> they wouldn't want to even use that. They would. Yeah, I guess so. They, it, it would, they wouldn't they be proud tried. of it. They don't they like don't... the word Reich, I don't think, anymore. Even though they do use it in, as the Reich. If they call the themselves Nazis and they wear the swastika. Oh, okay. Like... I thought you were talking... I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about modern German go- Oh, government. no, not Germany. Germany fucking... Yeah. I'm talking about like our fucking I think Germany has to be a Reich. That's the thing. If they're not German, oh, then they can't really? be a Reich. I okay. think so. That's what the third Reich literally was. Uh, even... I think it means like realm. Right, right, but it's not... Actually, no, I'm wrong. German I'm wrong, isn't, isn't blood it enough? I'm sorry. There's two questions here. What's going on? Ask yours. Oh, just isn't uh, the bloodlines of Germans enough? So couldn't the Third Reich happen in any other country where there's enough Germans to cause that? Well, that's uh, that's certainly the argument of the neo-Nazis in the United States. That's, that's what I'm saying. Would there's they more call, Germans here than any other country. Right. Would they call themselves, I mean, if the Germans actually united by, behind that, would they call themselves the Fourth Reich then? You'd have to ask them. Okay. Mein Führer, I can walk. <laughs> uh, okay. So, a couple of random questions about the Confederacy and Civil War history, and we can talk about how they relate to the Nazis and also Weimar Germany, the preceding Democratic Republic that led into Nazi Germany. I want alcohol. Sure. Oh, There's I need to keep score. Gin. <laughs> oh, you have to keep score? What do you want? I want a piece of paper and a pen. Not you. Uh, rum and something. Please. Okay. Rum and soil. Rum and soil. Rum and please. Thank you, Sean. I'm sorry. I'm gonna get some ice. By the way, blood and soil is is the idea that is the ethnicity. So it is your your soil, your territory should be uh, lived with lived. Should oh, be you found it. Got it. Inhabited by your blood. That's oh, why they it. say it. I was gonna Wait, ask for right? Blood You're... and soil. I like you. You know, you're this ethnic, this genetic group of people, this folk or you know folk group of people. Oh, these two things go together. Go together. So yeah. your blood belongs in this not... soil. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Fox. That's crazy. <laughs> you telling me? We are all fucking nomad, transient bastards that just so happen to settle where our wagon wheels fell off. God damn, you're so fucking stupid. It's such a l- lame ass reading of history to just make yourselves feel better. Okay, that's all history, though. That's what True. everybody does all the time. Yep, that's what everyone does all day. It's the day. point of history, literally. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of history, the More surrender of the Army of Northern Virginia under Robert E. Lee, the man we're all talking about. Where did this occur? Where did Lee surrender? Athletics. Damn it. Yes, he's right. So we need to have... Does he get it right? Oh, if I know, yeah. It's, it's, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to give it to him, but call him... A, Do call I get a point for knowing that it, he was right? <laughs> no. Okay. So say your name to Buzzin. Your name. So who was the Nazi head of the SS? Sean Fa- Sh- Fuck. Sean Falls first. Um, fuck. Is it Goebbels? That is incorrect. Oh, God damn it. Himmler. That is correct. Yeah. That's very good. Goebbels Fucking was Himmler. head of what? Goebbels was the um, the intelligence, wasn't he? Not quite. Head Pro- of media. Propaganda. <laughs> Propaganda. Propaganda. Yeah. yeah. Same difference. Yeah. The info war. Yeah. Uh, Steve Miller, if you guys are curious about a, a modern representation. <laughs> C plus Santa Monica fascist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what conference 
decided the post-World War II European boundaries. Oh, sorry, what, say it again. What, what conference decided... Uh, Nuremberg. No, that's incorrect. Oh, goddammit. Although, it's good that you know that. Can you read it again? What conference decided the post-World War II European boundaries? Oh, the splitting of Europe, East versus West. A, confer- um, a conference. God damn it. I mean, it's, it's, oh. it was the first sort of UN. Um, it, I don't know what they call it. I, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. It is called the Potsdam Conference. The Potsdam oh, Conference. That's not a word I've Germany. ever heard before. Potsdam, Germany. Hmm. Okay. Anyway. Potsdam. Yeah. Potsdam. Potsdam. Okay. Who was the first imperial wizard of the KKK? Shauna Brand. Shuffle. God damn it. Shauna Brand's first. Uh, I, Nathan Bedford Forrest. That's correct. <laughs> Very good. From the movie You Hate. By the way, I want to say something about, uh, about Forrest and some of these other guys because there's a lot of statues of them. These, mm. They're especially revered in the South because they're these like um, underdog heroes. Like they had this band of maybe 300, 400 cavalry and they would you know, invade little parts of the wagon trains of the Northern Union Army mm-hmm. and they would be like, and they would you know, get in there lightning quick and steal some stuff in the wagon trains and come back lightning quick. And they were like these folk heroes. So Nathan Bedford Forrest was that guy. And then the KKK eventually evolved out of that. These like hmm. lightning quick militias that are on horseback, kind of like dragoons or hussars. These hmm. guys that would just get in there quick, steal stuff and come back at. Kind of like the loot train attack of, of Game of Thrones recently, hmm. if you're Spoiler alert. I like that they were ghosts <laughs> because they thought black people were afraid of ghosts. Yeah. Did you ever see that movie with uh, John Travolta where the races Michael? are flapped? No. Where the uh, races are flapped? Races are flopped. Are flopped? Flip flopped. Either way. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it's like this. I can't remember what it's called, but it's this. So it's like that dynamite hack song of uh, Boy is in the Hood. But what Sorry, not? that was a weird. Excuse me. Yeah. A baking powder? <laughs> Say what you're saying, Sean. Oh, either way, it's a weird movie where the, uh, the uh, white people are the oppressed minority and the black people are the, uh, the ruling class Sounds of America. Like a birth and uh, yeah, there was some weird reference to that about how, like, uh, Black people are afraid, or white people are afraid of black people because they are invisible or something at night. Got it. And Ghostly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Sorry. This anyway. episode in Racism R Us. But yeah. by the way, Nathan Bedford Forrest resigned from the KKK after a couple of years because he said it was too violent, even for him. Interesting mm. enough. By the way, Nathan Bedford Forrest. Like Trump's not racist enough for, for uh, what's his name? What was that guy's fucking name? The vice guy? I don't want to talk about it. Craig him. something? Don't give me no idea. Okay. He's a douchebag. Uh, to, hang on though. A little bit of publicity. Go on, go on YouTube, and there's a video of him literally crying his eyes out right after the Charlottesville moment because he because he thought he was going to be arrested, and every, and like there were these calls for being for him to be arrested. Who is and this? So when the, you watch the, head of the a white Vice, supremacist group. Oh. He, he, yeah. So watch watch the Vice. The, the he's the main kind of figure that gotcha. Vice follows around, who's okay. who's one of the main organizers for the rally at Charlottesville. Gotcha. Um, right afterwards, there's a YouTube video of him essentially going around. Mm. That is him like talking about for his show. It's like a weird thing for he has some internet show. Don't plug it. I don't know what it's called. Okay. It doesn't matter. Good. Oh, is this baked Alaska? No, that's another douchebag. Uh, no, but that sounds tasty. Mm. Go ahead. Ch- oh, continue with the game? I thought you were going... I'm, I'm oh. good. Okay. Watch the video of him crying. You wouldn't let yeah. me plug any of it, so <laughs> it's nothing for me to say. It's <laughs> true. And I gave as much as I was permitted. Mm. <laughs> um, okay. Um, what else we got? So what Civil War general... You guys probably don't know this one. Sorry. I'll, I'll take two answers here. Civil War general or politician... Shut up. ...was known for promoting the lost cause. Jefferson and... So, okay, so you, have to, you have to buzz in. 
I said Sean O'Brien. Okay. Like before you even finished. You said Sean And then you just kept reading. Oh, I did? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jefferson Davis. That's correct. And um, he was the main guy. Uh, so the other one, God damn it. What was his fuck? Oh, it wasn't like something su- silly like Buchanan. Like, um, he does have a good name. I know, right? Oh, he does? Yeah. Not Stonewall. No, although they all have cool names. Mm. Oh. I don't know. Jubal Early. Jubal Early? Jubal Early. Never heard that name before. Very famous. That's the very first time I've ever heard that name. He's the hero of Antietam, supposedly, for the South. Got it. He arrived very late, and he was like like a division commander. Okay. And then he kind of was in every single big Eastern war. He survived the entire war, obviously, and was like, by the end of the war, one of Lee's most powerful generals. Got it. Um... But he was always an asshole. Everyone hated him. Uh, and he basically turned the lost cause into this idea of com- com- coming up with scapegoats, including some other Civil War generals like James Longstreet, and blaming a lot of this stuff on those basically traitors who would basically go back to the Union and become senators or Democrats, or Democrats, Republicans, blah, blah, blah. So Jubal Early, along with Jefferson Davis, Jefferson Davis wrote his memoir. Well, they were Democrats first. Yeah, I just misspoke. I was talking about it. But I, what I was saying is that— um, Sorry. That's okay. I really said all I need to say. Jubal Early was one of these guys that basically said that you could blame that that Robert E. Lee, Jefferson Davis, some of these guys were innocent and they were always going to be losing this war. They had a lot of ideas about the lost cause. I could go through them, but the whole thing is, you know, that slavery wasn't so bad and that, you know, uh, they were fighting just for states' rights. All these ideas that you kind of hear manifested today are come from these lost cause arguments. So, for the record, I still haven't watched the Civil War documentary you've been telling me to watch a million times. Honestly, this doesn't ta- isn't talked about much in, this, in the Ken Burns yeah. documentary. Oh, okay, good. Well, there you o- go. Only a little bit. Um, it's a little bit strange at the end of the Ken Burns documentary. They they have these two sides. Spoiler! <laughs> if you can Lake, make it Lake through can 20 shot. hours. Spoilers. Oh, sorry. Damn it! Yeah. All right, I'm going to continue because I keep babbling. Mm-hmm. Which World War II, World War One general was essentially the jubile early of this? Which World War One general promoted the stab in the back theory? Sean O'Brien. Yeah, go for it. World War One general. Kaiser Wilhelm. He's not a general, right? He's a Kaiser. General Wilhelm. No. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you another hint. He's in Wonder Woman, the new movie Wonder Woman. I didn't see it, but Steve Rogers. <laughs> Steve Rogers. <laughs> Oh, that's Captain America. My so bad. he is, yeah, he's the oh, World War One general. Uh, Tony Stark's dad. <laughs> His name is Eric Ludendorff. Mm. Eric Ludendorff. Eric Ludendorff. Eric Ludendorff. Of course. Along with Paul von Hindenburg. You Eric know the Ludendorff. Hindenburg. The two of them became military dictators at the end of World War One, and Ludendorff was essentially the powerful dictator before they became the Weimar Republic. Where? And he promoted the stab in the back theory, which we've talked about is comparable to the lost cause. Hmm. Anyways. Uh, Any relation to Steven Ludendorff? I don't know who that is. It's just Steven Dorff. It's a guy. I thought it was funny. <laughs> He's like, a, he had a cough. Wow. S- Steven with a, he was st- like a sick Steven Dorff. Such a good writer. <laughs> Steven Ludendorff. Ludens. Don't quit your day job. <laughs> I, okay. I'm, I'm not going to. <laughs> All right. This next question is pretty much just because I want to say this word. In what state did the Battle of Chickamauga take place? Sean O'Brien? The Battle of Chickamauga. Yes, Sean O'Brien. Pardon me, boys. Is that choo-choo? <sighs> South Carolina? It's incorrect. Okay. Shonfall. Yep. Virginia. <laughs> no, it is Tennessee. Tennessee. Okay, I, by the way, I have not been keeping score very well, but I'm going to say O'Brien probably won. Yeah. Oh, you didn't keep track of everything? No, I, I, you were up two to one by the time that came around. Yeah, and I haven't gotten one right. 
I was up two to what do you mean two to one? When he stopped, when he gave up on recording the wins. Oh. <laughs> I was up two or Yes, you had two points, he had one. Yes. I'm oh. calling the victory you, for you. You were winning Thanks. and I didn't get anything right after that, so it didn't matter. Okay. I Let's guess have I, a piece I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know, man. Well, guys, um I, I mean it this was this was fun. This was fun. We took a little break from uh uh, our our fear of it being World War Three to being afraid of whether it's going to be Civil War Two or World War Two Two, I don't know. Well, I mean that is <laughs> certainly at least worth commenting on the fact that uh, North Korea has kind of stood down in their. Um, uh, we knew threats. they were. We knew they were. Um, what you did not? You said that they could stop. Yeah, I did. You didn't. Uh, you were all. This I is going to. This is where the world is falling. The world's gonna blow up oh i was pretty sure that trump was gonna do something for sure but when north korea is my way down, of saying I, and by the so. way i actually still think that trump will probably end up saying he'll just keep poking him yeah i think so because he's gonna say like king, yeah. king jong un's a little pussy he couldn't totally, do anything yeah. and then and un's gonna be like well fuck you and he's, then he'll like he's gonna use that to try posture. and save face in front of america and say hey look what i did for the i shut down korea and he's totes a little, yep, yeah, totes, yeah. N- totes. Yep. I, I don't think that un is like necessarily suicidal at this point but it's I don't know, man, but I mean... I did want to say one thing about the Korea stuff, and that uh, I think I encourage you guys, I know this sounds a little creepy, to follow the aircraft carriers. Um, but meaning you can go no. online and Google where all the U.S. aircraft carriers are right now. Really? Yeah. That like, seems wrong. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a wise move. They have to, I think, for like, you know, family of crew and stuff. Do we have? No, they don't. Yeah. They don't know how no. things work. Well, okay, they don't have to, but <laughs> they, I'm just telling you, they don't say the exact location, but they do say that like, okay... That seems like some Clinton-Obama... Peacetime bullshit. bullshit, yeah. Anyway, here's where they are, guys. Feel free to bomb them. Joey's face was very funny. His <laughs> eyes just like shot. Oh, he's, he's very expressive. My 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 little snowflakes. You guys should you guys should see. You guys should hear what Joey looks like. <laughs> I'm trying to Sorry, make that happen. This isn't the '90s anymore. Things aren't all safe and snuggly. No man, I did not say that. Shit uh, got real. Yep. Shit got fucking real. real. But anyways, there is. Only one aircraft carrier right now, the Ronald Reagan, near Japan. Um, even so, the wait, co- we have aircraft carriers that like are, are you know, dark budget or something, right? Like, we we have ones that we don't tell people where they're at. Those. We probably have to- subs that we oh, don't tell yeah, that's people true. about. We absolutely like, do have hard, subs. Yeah, I it's it's kind of hard to hide the, a fucking uh, the Jimmy carrier. Carter. <laughs> the Jimmy Carter is our spy sub. It's actually probably the most advanced piece of technology this United States owns in general. It, and that's the world Google. of all time. F- feel free to Google the USS Jimmy Carter. It's insane hmm. they have like little like bubble tubes where you know these scuba divers can jump out of the subs and plant bombs on other subs it's crazy shit it was a stupid name though jimmy carter would not be a good name for the most badass sub the world has ever seen how dare you i mean you know it's not it's it's i don't dislike jimmy carter i just <laughs> no. he was just the most peacetime yeah i just president. don't think it's <laughs> so you're saying a peanut farmer can't have the craziest badass sub yeah there's just a well, cognitive if- dissonance to it like if it was like dave's insanity fucking nuts sure i'm down with that yeah. but no jimmy carter was very tame speaking of like names the cashew of presidents how no. dare you Shots insult fired. the nut of his birth? No, I'm just saying it's so I like cashews. It's just soft and He's, mealy. And it's not really it's, a nut. Cashew? Even more so. There you go. <laughs> it's a legume? What yeah, is I it? I believe so. So it's a peanut. Anyways, uh, interestingly enough, the USS Chancellorsville, everyone's kind of trying to rename it, just like they want to take down some of these Confederate statues. Chancellorsville was Lee's masterpiece, was Lee's basic biggest victory, was uh, the Battle of Chancellorsville. And they named... It's the only, like, battle of the Confederacy that they won. That's how we have a, a ship named after it. So people want to rename it, too. 
How do you feel about that? Do you think it's okay to rename a, a ship after a Confederate victory? Lee's masterpiece? Um, it, speaking as a boat person, it's bad to rename a ship. Just yeah. bad karma? Yeah. You, you, you so. don't rename ships. Very much right. so. Are all ships ladies female? Yes. Mostly. Or androgynous. Gotcha. Gender fluid? Yeah. Well, they wouldn't be gender fluid. No, no, not fluid. Just unix. Well, and non-sex. Yeah. No, I'm just saying they can be. Would, would you, your what, boat can be. What would you name your boat, Joey? If you had a, a little sloop, like a little 34-foot sloop, what would you name said boat? Mm. Hang on, let me guess. Guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can... I can the yes USS and. Guitar Nerd? Yes yeah, no, it wouldn't be USS. Yeah. Why not? That would be a, an actual... U, U, you, it would have ship. to be a United States ship. Yeah. You're telling me I can't serve and my, you my can, ship If you want to name your 34-foot sloop... The USS Guitar Nerd? Sure, I, I'm not going to... I actually well, free did. Speech is free the speech name of the is boat is actually how it's registered, so you might not be able to do yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Uh-huh, okay. You know, it's kind of like your license plate, essentially. Like, right. there is a number, but that's the most identifiable thing. What, was, uh, what was Job's boat on the Arrested Development? Hang on. Uh, it wasn't the Lucille. Um, the, oh, shit. Shawnee, what was it? Um, I thought it the was Bluth? a cunt joke. Yes. It was a what joke? It was a cunt joke, but I can't remember. The what it, C word. The C word, yeah. The C word. Yeah. Like S-E-A-W-A-R-D? Yes. Yeah. The C word? That's so funny. That's yeah. so funny. I love that show. But there were a lot of pole dancers in Alaska. All right, Sean Fa. I know, I know you have this charged up, but what's your, or like, you know, cued, ready to go. What's your, what, what do you need? Oh, my boat name? Yeah. Uh, Lunacy. I love it. Oh, that's pretty good. I love it. Did you, do you, does it only go out at night? <laughs> I only go out at night. So. <laughs> I mean, if someone else is driving the boat, it might be around in the day, but, you know. I don't have a name from that, mine. I, I, I hope you wouldn't ask me. Mm. So don't ask me because I don't have a name. And I'm not funny enough to come up with a good name. Yeah, I would never be able to afford to buy a brand new boat. So the idea of me naming a boat is... The used. Uh, yeah, you, you get the name that the boat comes with. I used to live on the Chuckle, and I then I like fished on the Mirage. I feel like I did have a name that I always wanted to name the boat, but I don't remember. Uh, like probably I, just John B. It was just like mm. Sloop John B. It'd be funny. I don't know. It's a Beach Boys song. I know. It's a and Beach it's stupid, song. but what do you want from me? <laughs> what do you want from What's me? What's a sloop? Do you know what a sloop is? Yeah. It's a boat that has like a, under, like a cabin underneath, basically. Oh. But an open back. Yeah. I worked on a schooner. It was mm. called the North Wind. That's not a sail. That's not a schooner. A schooner is a, a sailboat. <laughs> you dumb bastard. It's not a schooner, it's a sailboat. Yeah. You know what? Sailboat. There is no Easter Bunny! Jesus Christ. Does that get too intense? I'm sorry. What's your favorite sail? Quick. Uh, jib sail. Mizzen mast. Pretty good. <laughs> I know that from Captain Which John. <laughs> the staysail. The staysail? What yeah. is that fucking the thing? The staysail gets shortened to staysail. Mm. Oh, the spinnaker. And actually, I no, I changed my answer to spinnaker. I think the staysail is a, a straight, uh, you know, right down the the, mm. line, the parallel line of the boat, but it's like not the first one. I think the jib is in the front, and it's like the second one. Right. Got it. Okay. No, mine's the spinnaker. Spinnaker's the spinnaker? When you, yeah, when you get a tailwind, you throw up the spinnaker, it's like just a huge, big, like, oh, balloon like a in the front, one? and it just kicks ass. Yeah. Why are we uh, talking about boats? Joey asked me about that. Oh. His, no, we oh, the, 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 the Jimmy Carter. Carter. Yeah. The Jimmy Carter. <laughs> Um, so let me bring this in for a landing, I guess, guys. Um, is this it for Trump? No. Well, it's dipping. Um, I think it might be a turning point because he's losing a lot of the moral base, meaning 
you know, some of them were able to put up with a lot of his bullshit. But, yeah. but then again, they might come back. I, mean, I, I don't know. But it is eroding. I think that this is a concept that we talked about before. But I think that his base can erode. Uh, among Republicans, I believe his percentage of approval is down to, I think, 72 or 3 where it was 85 before, you know, 90 before. So it's going down. His approval rating overall, I think, in Gallup recently was 34. So once it starts teetering around that 30% mark, we're starting to get into really crazy territory. I, I can't remember who was making this argument, unfortunately, but I found it uh, kind of an interesting thought puzzle in that um, it's, it's almost possible at this point that getting rid of Trump is more detrimental to the Democrats than it is to the Republicans. So by not ousting Trump before 2018, the Democrats have this sort of built-in go-to-the-polls, we have to do something. Whereas if Trump is kicked out of office before 2018, it gets a little bit harder to elect individual Democrats throughout the country. It's not an yeah, unfair it, argument. I, most, I, I would Go ahead. Most Democrats would disagree there. I'm I mean, sure. I, um, but I, I think— Just for the good of the nation. But, but this <laughs> argument was brought up, yeah, honestly. I think the Democrats are like, I don't care. Yeah, like, yeah let's do, We're not playing, not we're not even, playing yeah. politics. Yeah, I, like, this exactly. is more. This is more. This, this is was, big. This was brought yeah. up during the health care debate. Basically, they were saying, why don't you just let this shitty bill pass and let them own it so politically yeah. you can take advantage of it. Yeah, that's the thing. Democrats but aren't people playing. people die, so they don't, they're not playing around yeah, people's lives. Yeah, that's the thing. Democrats aren't really, like, playing politics right now. They, they Like, politics, of course, are involved, but it's not a game to a lot of them, to most of them, I would yeah. say, um, to the Republicans. To most of them. You know, I, I don't think so. I, I just mean most politicians in general, not just Democrats, but yeah. Well, no, it's a game to all politicians. Yeah, it's a question a, of, well, no, I, you know what? I don't think that that's true. I mean, I think, again, like... Um, there are some good ones. I mean... When, well, it depends on what you mean by good. See, the problem is that the Republicans stand by stand so firmly behind an ideology, an pr unproven objectionist ideology, that they basically are saying, hey, we need to give this, like basic free market principle, an actual legitimate try. We need to go back to basically, you know, before Civil War era in a weird way and really prop up this mentality of, hey, the, you know, uh, first man, first man of the fucking thing gets the thing and we're, and we're good to go. Free market, what, what? Whereas I don't know, I, I think the Democrats are slightly more, I guess, practical about how all this is going to go down. The, the Republicans are using their practicality for political purposes mm -hmm. and, and saying how how can we best achieve this idea you know this ideal ideology that we're trying yeah. to propose where the democrats are like well we just we we want to make as many people happy and satisfied as we possibly can how can we best achieve this um and right That's, now we want a bigger government. Now we could argue why they do or why they don't, but you know that that essentially is like, well, this is our practical purpose. That's why they went with Obamacare, which was not a total democratic standpoint. That was very much a Republican no, that's a suggestion. That's, it was a Republican yeah. suggestion that became the compromise. Absolutely, they just wanted more people to have yeah. it. If it was like, oh, if that's they the were main reason I hate Obama. Well, no, but I mean, you know, like, the, we, but that's my point: is practical purposes. Yeah, yeah. There, there is a universe where I am a Republican. There is a universe where I am probably even farther a more free market Republican than not. And that is where everything has shifted so far to the left where yeah. it's almost impossible for there to be a person with enough money to, you know, start a start out industry yeah. where the government is actually fucking up so where hard because the bureaucracy is Musk. sinking everything. We can never have an Elon Musk. We can never even have a Don Donald Trump who, you know, despite all his faults, still has enough disposable capital to invest in a film. Yeah. And, you know, who who knows where that principle stands and 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 what type of world we would look like if it was completely socialist. I, I, I don't think it would be very good. In that world, I would argue, I would 
very much be a Republican. I, I don't think swinging all the way to the left in that way yeah. is the best way. I, I think that's where my ideology stands in general. Is So your ideology is only based off what the government's doing? My ideology very is reactionary. Off, well, that's the only way to be, man. Yeah. I honestly think that you don't the, have. A, you, well, you're either adhering I, to a strict dogma or you're trying to make the best society. Exactly, minimizing human harm, minimizing unnecessary human harm, and I want to be to leave as many true things and as few false things as possible. That's fucking it. Mm. I, I don't care. Right now, there is far too much wealth inequality in this in this country. There is far too much of a fucking standpoint standing behind you know conservative ideas deals simply for some sort of bullshit religious garbage that's just continued to perpetuate from our puritanical ancestors. There's a huge problem going on in this country that has swung this pendulum way too far to the right, and it has caused what we're currently fucking, like, hiding under and terrified by, but that doesn't mean that I just simply am a Democrat. It doesn't mean I simply am a socialist. I'm for whatever minimizes the most amount of human harm and allows for everybody to sort of prosper in the best possible way. That doesn't means socialism or, or communism is the best way to go, and it certainly doesn't mean purely free market. Right now, we're too far to the right. We need to swing more to the left. It's, it's as simple as that. But I don't know, man. When the politicians keep politicking Before you turn to excessive drinking Spend some time collectively politinkering with the show where I don't know, man. Cause the truth is, I don't know, man. I just, I don't know, man. I don't So, can I do my 30-second supermarket sweep? Of course. I deeply apologize. Oh, okay, great. Remember well, to follow us at Paula Tinkering on the Twitters there, and also if you get a chance. Sean was ready to, like, heat up for that. I was just, it was going to be dead you, air. You just told me thing. to do it, and then fucking What did I tell it. you to do? You wrote down that I should do follow us on iTunes, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, <laughs> the... <laughs> Uh, we're on the iTunes. Yeah, we're on the iTunes. You can follow us on the the Twitters at Paula Tinkering, uh, at Joseph Bonnier, or at J O E B U N I E R. Uh, you can follow uh, Sean O'Brien at uh, the Instagram at uh, Discarded Posted Poetry. I believe I haven't um, done that. I haven't. I haven't kept that up. You gave that Jesus. up in months. You had how many followers? And 18, you just fucking oh my drifted them to the wind. Eighteen. Do you know how many point eight thousand? You're a fucking influencer. Do you know how many people would kill to have eighteen? thousand actual I'm jerking non- off right now jeez oh, I did it simply because I was I was in the 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 tail end of the book and mm. I needed I needed a way to economize words and I started it <laughs> and once I was done with the book there's no reason to keep it up so I stopped wow. So he does not love you. You are just a uh, a. I do useful, love my snowflakes. No, I, I I I I do one every like couple days, but no, for the most part, I don't do it anymore. How about no. plugging our podcast? Remember to follow us at the podcast you're listening to. No, yeah. on your Instagram. I did. That's how we have the amount of <laughs> listeners we have. It's true. I used to play it all the time. <laughs> yeah. We used to have 50 listeners. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Obey. Now we have a couple thousand. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay. Um, are you ready, Joey? Yeah. All right. And... 
begin. I want to talk about Russia because everyone hates me Jesus when I talk about Russia. Christ. But no, just one moment because of the Daily Stormer. Everyone's talking about the Daily Stormer because Andrew Anglin, this douchebag who's a Nazi, basically this is the biggest Nazi website, and they were shut down by Google and by GoDaddy, and now they have a new domain, dailystormer.ru. Guess who owns them? Russia. Russia loves the Daily Stormer because they love Nazis to divide our country. Also, they're probably going to be inv invading Transnistria very soon, so check out for that. Perfect. And also, uh, it's definitely going to be an invasion probably on the Odessa region, so check out that uh, for... Uh, <laughs> what the fuck is Transnistria? Transnistria. What? what is that? No, that's cheating. No, man, I... What? Okay. <laughs> Sean's like, no, I don't care. Uh, there's, there's plans supposedly in the works for Putin to invade the lower southern part of Ukraine, which mm. is crazy because this was probably going to be in the works if, Before if, if the we did go out... northern with, part? Well, no. Right now, there's, there's literally got war going on in the eastern part. Oh. Okay. Uh, and the southern part has been taken, Crimea, obviously. Gotcha. Uh, this is this I'm not good at geography. Basically, so the, the, if you take Crimea and go directly north onto the mainland of Ukraine, the, um, they, they could invade that area and then go further west, which is towards this area called Transnistria, hmm. which was this area after the Soviet Union went down. It's this little sliver of land in between Ukraine and Moldova that has this like autonomous kind of Soviet republic. In fact, it's like the only state in the a country in the entire world that still has the, the hammer and sickle on oh, their well. flag. So it's kind of interesting. So Putin wants them. Uh, they're about like 30, 40 or 50% ethnic Russian. Hmm. So he views them as, you know, I can invade and take them over because there's yeah. ethnic Russians there, which obviously is fucked up. Fuck you, Putin, right in the A. Uh, anyways, but the point is that's part of what he was kind of saying about Crimea, and it's maybe his next possible move. So hmm. be on the lookout for that if he wants to invade Odessa region and maybe get Transnistria. Well, watch, watch uh, Battleship Potemkin for, for learn, to learn more about Odessa. You know Odessa. what Odessa is? It's got a lot of steps. Sergei Eisenstein. I don't even know what you're talking about. Montage. A, uh, the theory yeah. of montage. Good. It's, it's a film school requirement. Mm. Monta I'm Luckily, I don't work in a film school. 